Tequila here to tell you it's a time for Ed and Sean. It's time for the Geeksters. Blah. It's our Halloween spectacular. Blah. I'm up with episode 346 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. I was, hey, no, no, you pause, pause. This ain't Groundhog's Day. <laughs> uh, blah. Good evening, Ed. It's me, Geekula. Ah, uh, 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 no. I'm a nerd. Ah, uh, see, blah. <laughs> Good evening. Live long and prosper, blah. <laughs> well, may the shorts be with you, blah. <laughs> All right, so hi, Ed. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm delirious. You're delirious? I am fucking delirious, Ed. Not in a good way. Oh. Work, work, work. I am. I work in retail, folks, and in the video game industry, and boy, is it busy because it's that time of year where it's bye, bye, bye. And we haven't even hit the ground running yet for the big holiday season no we haven't know. but i'm feeling the holiday push as you might say because call of duty was released this week and it was a very 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 big week yes. you know <laughs> it was busy i had a person call out so i had to cover their shift so i'm working on like eight days a week you know <laughs> so i'm like pushing what i'm saying is i'm i'm running on fumes and i got one day left to work before i gonna have a day off there you go so i'm my, my nerves are a little afraid my attitude's a little short, and I'm a little, little stir crazy. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> so it's it's a normal. It's Sunday. <laughs> yes. it's, it's, it's a normal Sunday. Yeah. Um, I got some video. I got I got a little video game in. in okay. In. I watched episode three of Batwoman. Which, so did I. What the fuck is going on with that? <laughs> I think I'm real close to bowing on it. <laughs> so um, am I. <laughs> and. Uh, I've been watching a little bit of Blacklist here and there because Stacey's watching on Netflix. I, I haven't really had... Everything's kind of a blur, Ed. Every time I, I want to kind of settle down and try to do something, I I, I started Outer Worlds. You know, okay. uh, I, I'm still playing Borderlands 3, but every time I start playing, you ever go so hard and so fast in the day that the moment you stop, your body kind of goes... <laughs> Yeah, yes. That's kind of where I'm at. Like the moment I stop and I'm like, I'm enjoying the silence. I can feel my body kind of going, "Oh, we're going to bed now." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, we're not going to bed. We're shut tired. it down." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "No, we're just sitting in a chair." That means you're not moving. That means you're going to sleep. <laughs> and my legs will get kind of heavy, and I'm like, my eyelids are like, "Hey, what's going on, man? Why are you trying to shoot stuff? Let's just go to bed, man." Like and I'm trying to, I try to read when I go to bed. Yeah. Like I fin, I finally finished all of the Percy Jackson, um, the Olympian books. Okay. And I started reading the Killing Joke. It's a novelization of the Killing Joke. And I'm like, all right, I'm trying to read it. And I went to bed last night, going, I'm gonna, no. You know, I, I didn't have to be at work until kind of mid-morning, and I got home kind of early-ish. I'm like, all right, I can get kind of cup, maybe like an hour in. Of like kind of just chilling, and I must have got a good like eight hours of sleep today because I was out. And I was like, yeah, I'm just like, hey, like right now I'm sitting, but I have to move because I can feel my eyelids getting kind of heavy. <laughs> so if I and, hear you snoring during the show, <laughs> you know, if I, if you hear if I you just hear nothing, you hear. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you know, it's it's Sean. Sean's Sean's taking a little. Sean's taking one of those cat naps. <laughs> Usually, I have like an energy drink to come in here, but I'm like, I got time for that. I'm a busy man. Ed, how's your week? <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, I watched I watched episode three of Batwoman. And yeah, I, it's it's not as good. Like it's almost uh, it's almost something I'm looking forward to on Sundays because I come here, I do the yeah. show, and I go home, and I know going home I got a crappy TV show waiting for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, I'm I'm still holding out hopes that it's going to get better. That's yeah. But after last week's episode, where basically everyone and their fucking mother knows that Bruce Wayne's Batman, I'm like fuck you. I'm almost out of this. <laughs> For those people who don't know, I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil the shit out of this, and Ed's probably going to pile on with me. Yeah. They introduce Tommy uh, Elliot yes. this week, last week, as, um, you know, and for those people who don't know, spoiler, Tommy Elliot is Hush in the, in the, ser- in, in the comic series. Yes. All right? So she's posing up as Batman because she doesn't have her red wig yet. Well, at the end of the episode, she finally gets yeah. it. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, but she, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care. At this point, the show is as, almost as bad as Gotham. <laughs> wow. As the way of like how far off are you just going to be like, oh, everyone knows? So she's posing as Batman and all of a sudden she shows up in Wayne Industries lobby, which has been shut down, but yet it's perfectly clean. Just, I'm just going to throw that out there. There's not a speck of dust in that place because I'm assuming Lucius's Fox's kid is also the maid. Yeah. You know, he must live there because sometimes I feel like he's homeless because he's always there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So she comes strolling in and there is an invitation to a party and thrown by Tommy Elliott for Bruce. And she goes and says like, oh, well, um, Bruce isn't around because he's not here. Like, because he's away. And Tommy's like, oh, no, I know he's here. Yeah. Like, I know. And it's like, oh, no, they're not going to do this, really. And you find out that somebody steals a gun, a special gun that can go through the bat suit. And it, all, all signs point to Tommy because they do the old bait and switch. Like, she does the classic, oh, well, no, I heard that they found this a gun. But don't worry. I'm sure they'll get it back because there's this big-ass tracking device in it. And now you see him holding a gun trying to fiddle with it. Like, where's the tracking device? Going, you're a surgeon. You fell for the oldest trick in the book. Right. It's like, hey, uh, look, what's that behind you? And then run. <laughs> like, that's that's basically what you did. Yes. And he knows that Batman's Bruce Wayne. That's the reason why he knew Bruce was back in town, because he thought Batman was back in town, because she's dressing like Batman. I'm like, wait, that's that, that's it? And then everyone should know that he's Batman. Yeah. It's, it legitimately is, oh, well, if Bruce Wayne is out and Batman's gone... Batman must be Bruce Wayne. It's yeah. very one, two, three logic here. Yeah, it's one and one logic. I, it's like just, when Superman disappeared for the longest time uh-huh. and, and Clark Kent in the right. Superman Returns. Yeah. I'm like, nobody probably figured this out. <laughs> nobody in the Daily Planet? All these reporters? Yeah, like the all, the, reporters? all these big brains are going, wait, Bruce Wayne is gone. Batman's gone. Nah, maybe they're working together. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, sure. And I'm tired. I'm like, I'm watching this going, really? Because when they mentioned it was Tommy Elliott, Stacy was half asleep, and I went, really? Like, they're, it, like, are they already that out of bad guys? 
to start bringing in, you know, Batman villains? I th- <laughs> <laughs> well, as I say, I, I don't, we don't, I mean, I, I still don't know anything. I didn't really research one or I don't really care at okay. this point. Right. You're one bad guy you know, Alice. But <laughs> that's it. I don't know if that's, I didn't even know if that's something made up for the show. Yeah. Or if that's legitimately a character in the I have no idea. You know, and I'm like, I really don't care. The thing is that I realized this week I was watching it. Everybody's acting the crap out of shit is what it's really coming down to. Not so much Ruby Rose. The rest of the, the rest of the, and the guy who plays Luke Fox, you know, Lucius' right. son. The other ones, they're really acting the crap. Like they must have had like some credibility at some old shows or some, some sure, you know, thing. Sure. And they're like, I'm giving it my all. It's a DC product, you know. It's it's CW. They got Arrow. They got Flash. I got to do my best, and that's what they're doing. They're they're putting all the like punches into it, and then like the rest of them are like. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, we've been through this before. I, you know. I, I constantly feel like I'm watching a fan film. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm, it, like, I'm like, my eight-year-old nephew just wrote this pilot episode right. of Batwoman. You know, I think we right. could use this. I'm for- like, Ruby's great in it. She's awesome. She's pretty. She's 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 got the charisma on screen. But I just feel like I'm waiting for someone to go cut. Yeah, you know, this time around, I want you to just look a little more broody. <laughs> and action, go. You know, I'm just I'm I'm just not buying her. I I I I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm probably the only one of one that says this is that I think she's not the one cut out to be Batwoman from from the script writing that they have. I should say. I mean, yeah, I don't. There's something missing. There's like an element missing to me that makes does because like when she got shot, she like didn't hit her like the, the episode before. And she's like cool, right. and I'm like really, really like, <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's what you're gonna do? Awesome! I can bump bulletproof. <laughs> 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 Look at me, both just bounce off me. <laughs> that's exactly, yeah, that's how I felt. It's like really, like that's the worst thing. You, I'm like, oh. But hold on, after I go look at my ex girlfriend who's now married, I don't know if she's bisexual or a lesbian. Like, is she lying to her husband or is she bisexual? Because just say you're bisexual, because it, it always kind of alludes to the fact that she's hiding behind this marriage. Yeah. You know, it's like, because she, even in this episode, she refuses to admit to her husband that the two of them had a thing. It yeah. was like, oh, you knew her in, in military school. And, and they're like, yeah, that's it. And even Ruby Rose is kind of pissed off going, wait, you're in the closet for that one too? Like, what the fuck? And even I'm like, what's the agenda here? Like, where is the, like, why do you need, I, I get it. I understand the plot I, point. I, I think it's. I think it's a fat. Well, I mean, I, I, you probably already d- d- deduced this yourself, but I think it's going to be like down the road. Like the husband's going to become a villain in a way because um, he's going to be jilted because she's going to make a decision between him and Ruby. Ruby, yeah, you, know, right. you know, or Kane. Kane it? uh, it's. I always thought it was Karen, but it's Kate. Kate Kane. Kate Kane. Kate Kane. She's going to, you know, make her choice between the two. She's going to pick Kate Kane to save at one point or, you right. know, you know, and, and, and he's going to work his way out of it, but then realize that she chose. Right. Her. It's always, it's going to, he's going to do something stupid. She's going to leave him and he's going to blame uh, Batwoman for it. Yeah. And he becomes like, you know, like penguin light or something. <laughs> you know, like I'm the, I'm the ex copper, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm the murder of crows. <laughs> you can call me murder. You know, like I, I, I don't, I don't know. I just know that when I'm leaving here, I'm gonna go home. I'll be like, okay, what kind of, what kind of shit did she get into this week? You know, I just, 
like a part of me is just going, okay, maybe I'll let it go to see how they build up towards the infinite crisis. And then maybe I'm out. I mean, because they need something. Because I'm slowly kind of being only, like... It's only a few weeks away, a couple weeks away. I think it's yeah, November it's, 10th or oh, something. Oh, I thought it was early December. It uh, might be now. Oh, I'm not really sure oh, now. It's good. <laughs> I had to fact check. I had to fact check. Fact check. Because right, uh, that's where we are in the show. <laughs> factual. We're fact checkers. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, it's a Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yes. C R I Crisis on Infinite Earth. Let's see. Oh, sorry. Uh, television series. They actually have it under a television series, too. Uh, 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 it's the first era episode, December 2019. The uh, It's the upcoming sixth annual Arrowverse crossover event. features episodes of the live-action series, series, TV series, Supergirl, Batwoman, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of the Mark. Excuse me. On tomorrow um, on The CW. Oh. 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 Um, <laughs> So like four more weeks then, four yeah. or five more weeks. Yeah, what episode of Crisis on Earth? Apparently they have the flashes on. It says it. Yeah, twenty nineteen. All right, all right. So uh, yeah, there you have it. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how they're gonna. I just. Don't, I'm. I'm not really a fan. I'm hoping that we see a little bit more of the suit. I, I thought that her spray paint and the red bat was kind of. Yeah, all right. Like I gotta get it ready. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be different. And I'm like, wow, that's a pretty good, dry, you know, dye job for for spray paint. The spray paint. And the, the the thing is, is that she perfectly hit the bat without hitting. Right. Me. There was the right. suit, there was the spray paint. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm like, not I don't. Even a single streak. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, there's no way that good. Like the essentials looks like she just held up. It wasn't even like it was taped to the outfit. It was just like, pull. Perfect. Thank you. I'll wear that on the way out. It's still wet. Don't worry. I got it. <laughs> It'll dry by the time I get there. I'll hop the, I run a motorcycle so the wind will dry it. <laughs> It'll probably streak. Nah, I'll be fine. I got that super duper latex paint. What do you mean? It's, it's, it's permanent. It's, it's permanent. Trust me. Not a single drip. Good job, Ruby. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm probably gonna abuse myself a few more times and watch it, you know, like, yeah. And I, I mean, like, I don't know at what point because I'm like, when is when is that going to the crisis on? It's gonna be one of those things that they're just gonna shoehorn it in at the end. Like, we're gonna watch a whole season about uh, Alice, you know, the Mad Hatter, or, uh, or whatever, yeah. the White Rabbits or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, they're gonna just pull her from another universe and then bring her in from multiple, you know, crises I, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so outside of that, what else have you been doing? Well, I picked up a few movies. Oh, that boy. I, that I... Bargain bin and Ed. That's what we're doing. Bargain bin basement. Though I did... Did I tell you I brought the Fantastic Four? Yes, you did. I don't well, know if I brought it up to the show. You didn't bring it to the show, oh, okay. but you told me after. You go first. Okay. You go first. Well, the two. Well, there's a few things I bought, but the two I wanted to talk about briefly was I bought her... And Inherent Vice. These are both Joaquin Phoenix. Girls, since you know he's big on the box office. I mean, yeah, he's he's you know he's carrying the team apparently. Um, for a dollar at Dollar Tree. So wow. yeah, well, I think I part. I saw part of her. Okay. You know, I thought What's it was part. I thought it was. I thought he when he first started because I know Scarlett Johansson's in it, the voice of the operating system, kind of like the Alexa voice, 
and um, he kind of has a relationship with her. Yeah. And she wants to know, like, you know, like, she wants to know, but the... Re- i seen a Black Mirror episode about this, Ed. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was like, I know her was out before that Black Mirror episode, but it was definitely like, so what do you see? Describe what you see. How does it taste? You know, I think I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. What? You know, here, take this thing and put it in this USB port and attach it to your penis, and I'll make pretend like I'm sucking on your dick. Oh, wait, that's, that's, that's real, real tech. <laughs> that's <laughs> not movie tech. All right. So, have you watched it? No, I haven't watched those two. I did watch another movie that I bought that, uh, to me, was a rare find okay. to find. So, I'm pulling it out. It's going to show me. Show and tell time. Once Upon a Time in the West. Once Upon a Time. It's a Sergio... Sergio Leone film. The the Man with No Name trilogy. He did another trilogy. It was Once Upon... Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah. Uh, Right, because it's Once Upon a Time in the West, Once Upon a Time in America. And then Duck Sucker. Duck you sucker, actually. That's the That's third the title. One? I, I looked it up. I, really? Yes. So okay. this is the first of the trilogy. Okay. It has Charles Bronson, who actually was supposed to be Clint Eastwood. He turned down the role. Could turn down the role? Yeah. So okay. yeah. You know, so it's it was Charles Bronson in the in the as the hero, and um uh, uh Harry Henry Fonda as the villain in this. In okay. This okay. And it is it is a like, <laughs> yes. But slightly different. And some of the music, though, like, I was listening to it. I'm like, wait, I heard this song before. And it was from Sherlock Holmes when they do the do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That okay. thing. They do that in this movie. Like, I'm like, did, did, did uh, Sherlock Holmes rip, rip that music? Oh, well, I'm looking to see if it's a... Because um, um, it was made, like, in 68 or... Right now, I was looking to see who did the uh, soundtrack, if it was the French guy. Oh, no, that French guy, the Italian. It, yeah. Yeah. Eno, nope. Eno, something narrows, but I don't see it here. All right. So, Sergi Loney's monumental picture, here in its original form, ranks among his most admired achievements. In the dying days of the Old West, a struggle to control water as a dusty desert town embroils three hard bitten gunmen in an epic clash of greed, honor, and revenge. Henry Fonda stars in his most sinister role as Frank, a hired killer who ruthlessly slays an entire family. Jason Robards plays Cheyenne, an infamous bandit framed for the slaughter. And Charles Bronson, Bronson is the man, a mysterious loner determined to enact vengeance for a grudge he refused to divulge. An influence on countless directors, Leone's masterpiece is considered among the greatest westerns ever made. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Is it? It's it's. I liked it. I, I mean, it's, it was a lot of slow. I mean, it was... You know, it's it's a Sergio Leone. It's a lot of dry. I, I liked I liked a lot of the camera shots that they did. I mean, you know, I mean, this is '68, so a lot of the shots that were done were probably beyond what they did back then, and it was really good. I mean, like a lot of the aerial shots coming down right. and all that kind of stuff. Stuff like, like they didn't have drones back then, right? So, so it was like either a helicopter, frames, yeah. yeah, and boom frames, yeah. So uh, yes, but it was I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, you know, some of it you had to like really pay attention to because it. it Kind of plays along later in in the in the movie, you know, kind of thing. It's two hours and forty five minutes. So yeah, it's it, a long. It's, it's, it's uh, Sergi Leone's movies were always um, very epic. But I, I mean, I could tell it's you, DVD and it's a two disc set. People, yeah, movie on one, bonus features on the other. That's correct. Oh, look at me! Look at that! What? What's upon a time in the West? Okay. Um, the I, I want to watch it with the audio the audio commentary track. It has uh, Steven Spielberg. Oh uh, really? Yes, John Land, uh, John Delan- Del- Delanis, which I talked about him in a, in a uh, 
Because I see here um, commentaries from directors John oh, Carpenter. Oh, John Carpenter. I'm sorry. I got I'm the like, wrong Steven one. Spielberg? No, no, I'm sorry. I see John uh, Carpenter, John Milius, Milius and yes. Alex Cox, <laughs> film historian Chris, <laughs> Sir, Sir Christopher Frey, and Dr. Sheldon Hall and cast and crew. <laughs> Dr. Sheldon Hall. You're on my spot. <laughs> <laughs> but John John Milius, who's who like I talked about him a few weeks ago in, in a show they did a documentary about him. Right. He's the guy who wrote the infamous scene in Jaws where Shaw is doing about the Annapolis. Right. He's done a couple other scenes for other people and like for George Lucas gotcha. and stuff like that. So it's it's he, I would, I'm kind of interesting to hear his take on the movie and you know, that kind of thing. All right. So but it, like I said, I, I highly enjoyed it. Well, I watch it like a million times now. But like, if it was on TV, I'd probably watch it because I do like the first scene. It was there were three guys, bandits coming in. They uh-huh. they go into a, a, a station. They're waiting for a train to show up, and the sh- the train disappears. They they, they didn't show up because they start leaving. Right. Well, they hear their harmonica playing. Here it's Charles Bronson. He's playing harmonica. Right. That's his. That's his name. That's his, the, the harmonica man. The harmonica, as they're called. <laughs> A variation of that, and it was it was like I said, and he kills them all, and it was of course he does. It was just just one of those things. Like it's 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 like if Clint Eastwood done it, it would have been like another right. It would have been another feather in his hat. Like you know, all right. But it was it was really good. I I I did really enjoy it, and it really it it just followed along with the rest of the like Clint Eastwood ones. It's rated PG thirteen for Western violence and brief sensuality. Yeah. Mm. There's my once upon a time in the bedroom. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So I said I highly enjoy it. I highly recommend it if you can find it. That's the thing. Like like I found it for five dollars in a bin at a at a, at <laughs> at a, a Dollar General? No, at a, <laughs> at a, at a <laughs> My brain is fried right now. Oh God. Welcome to my club. <laughs> Uh, what's the big stores? That... Best Buy? No, no. Walmart? Walmart, that's the okay. one. I can't think of the Walmart, but yes. All right. So uh, I, was, I was kind of surprised. Like, I was going through movies, right. and I found, like, the other the other one I found was uh, both versions of a two-disc two two set of um, True Grit. Oh, okay. It was a double pack of the original and the remake? Yes. Oh, see, I so, just had the remake at home. So I, I I picked that up for five bucks, and it came with a digital code with this one. And then this had a di- I saw a digital code. And I didn't see what it was, and I pulled it out. And I'm like, what's the pine of the time in the West? I'm like, I was always I always wanted to see this movie because I did right. see the intro at one point where where he kills the three right. bandits okay. all. And I'm like, that is to me was like the best scene. Right. Like you know, like to, it's memorable, obviously. Right. So I was like, I got I got to see it. So when I was like, hey, for five bucks, why not? Yeah. You know, and I and I did. I highly enjoyed it. If you like those Man with No Name series with Clint Eastwood, you'll like this one. I think. Okay, yeah, it's really good. Oh, yeah, like I said, it is long though. That's the the downside. It's of a it. 1969 long movie. It's it's one of those like up there, like I. Like, but I think they were long too, weren't they? Sure, all those movies, all the Clint Eastwood movies were kind of long. Like definitely in the two hour, at least the two hour mark. Yeah. Um, but then again, in, the, in that era, there was a lot of epics, I and mean, you had Ten Commandments. You know. Yeah. I think uh, you know, God, fucking Gone with the Wind is what four hours long. Yeah, you know, so I mean, it's it's of that of that time of, of that like, caliber. Yeah, yeah, like great westerns had to be two and a half hours because not sometimes it wasn't about stories, about the scope of the movie, like the the, the backdrops and 
hey, they don't have, like, we're going to go out into the Arizona desert and we're going to film because you can't now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> eh, all right. Everything's now on the digital screen. Like, hey, we need the West, Old West. Okay, you guys stand there on that screen. Don't worry, we'll fill it in post. <laughs> you know, like, where should I look? Look over here in the distance, you know, in the mountains. I don't see mountains. I just see great. Imagine you're an actor, act. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we're paying you for. That's, yeah, yeah. Just, just stand there and just pose. Uh, okay. <laughs> what else did you do this week? Uh, that was pretty much it. I can't right. think of else what I did. Um, yeah, nothing too exciting. A cat got sick over the week, so. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but she's okay now. She's she's. It yeah. wasn't catastrophic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Catastrophe. Uh, <laughs> I'll edit that joke out later. But yeah, that was pretty much it. I can't think of anything else exciting. So uh, that's yeah. pretty much it. I uh, like I said, I started playing. Uh, um, out, Outer Worlds, really, really good game. Um, so I'm going to get it out now, so that way we can get to the meat and potatoes later. Um, the it's it's basically Fallout in space. Okay. If you've played Fallout New Vegas, it's by the same people who made it, uh, Obsidian, and um, it's it's really good. Like I'm I I've already created a, I I've already cre- uh we call it caused a major crime murder all right i've killed somebody um the game molds the way your game style is how you play it molds itself to the world you shape kind mm-hmm. of thing and every place you go you can you kind of win over the people by doing right. good things yeah well i first land and i kind of don't really know what i'm doing and i got to be quiet and, and it's you you're on a planet which run very um corporations have taken over the world on this planet right mm-hmm. and it's very capitalism yay kind of yeah. thing so like the people who talk to you talk in slogans like after they'll, they'll talk to you but they would be like hey do you need help oh i can't do the help you're not a sanctioned you know doctor i got a band-aid doesn't matter i can't you can't help me right so i help a guy right and mm-hmm. he's like you know thanks i really shouldn't have taken your help but you really saved my ass here take my gun and all that so i'm like yeah that's right i got a gun what i'm what let's go so I'm scouting around, right? And I have to get to this ship where the guy I was supposed to meet, that's the guy I was supposed to meet, I landed on him a la Wizard of Oz. It wasn't my fault. It's part of the part part of the plot. So I had to get to his ship. So as I get to his ship, there is these two people, guards you might say, who mm-hmm. are part of the, like their legionnaires thing, and they're like, Hey, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm just kinda trying to get around and the woman said something, and I have a high pers- persuasive. You know, I, I'm very high on the persuasive talk list. Right. So I like my guy to be able to talk himself out of trouble. So I able, was able to persuade this person to be like, "Well, you're in charge now. Are you gonna Are you gonna let those people push you around? Because you're the one technically in charge." She's like, "Yeah, you're right. I am. Let's go get those bandits." And there's, I stand back and I watch everyone shoot each other. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> "Problem my jo- solved. My job here is done. She's left standing alone. Right." So I go over to her and I say something to her and I guess I didn't really have I chose poorly uh-huh. where it was like oh I really she's like I really wish you wouldn't have said that I'm gonna have to report you when we get back to you know the thing and she kind of turns around and I'm like I gotta do this boom I just shoot her in the back of the head you know because oh, you can shoot anybody you know I'm like look I mean. I look around, make sure no one's watching because I don't want to cause a crime because I don't want to get into a shootout. I'm kind of new. Right. Her back's to me. I, it's either her or me, and I got to get on that ship. You know. <laughs> so I'm like, well, no one's around. I'm just going to shoot her in the back of the head. 
who's gonna know? Right? <laughs> the so, video footage that was taken and the dog. Well, that's the problem I have is that it knew because it gave me like a negative response to the town that I'm going to, and I'm yeah. like, that's not fair. No one was around. How are they going? How are they going to know I'm the one who did that? Right? right? You'd think that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just do other... I'm doing nice stuff. I'm like, look, for the time being, she was in my way. I had to kill her to get on board to that ship and be able to propel myself forward in the story. She's just... It's a victimless crime, Ed. <laughs> she was just... Whoa. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. There's one victim. <laughs> In my head, though, no one saw it. If a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, doesn't make a sound. Yes, it does. Okay, so if I commit murder and no one's around, did I really commit the crime? Yes. No, I beg to differ. <laughs> no one saw it. There were no witnesses. I made sure of it, and I was able to live my life. Is, is there evidence of a body? Yeah, because I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't have any kind of laser or or. or plasma yeah, yeah. so yeah she was a body yeah I, you know i mean well she had stuff on her so i took it too i mean i figured she wasn't gonna need it you know <laughs> so you killed her and grave robber well i mean what are you gonna that's what you do in these games Ed. you murder and grave rob that's it that's all you do and steal and why you try to do good things like i'm trying to do good things like this one the one of the first things i had to do is because this town runs on payments and stuff i actually had to go break a few legs to get some payments on graves because these people have to buy their their grave plot but then they get charged rent for those plots until they die right <laughs> so you collect, collect the money and then shoot them right well no no somebody was like hey i need you to run do some you know get some collect some money for people i'm like sure no problem i'll do that so i had to kind of persuade the dentist who's also back then i guess you know also the mortuary uh you know the, mort- the mortician yeah so i was like i had to kind of tell him like hey why don't you just i need the money you got that guy over there with gold teeth. Why don't you pull those teeth out? And Or I'll tell the guy to pull those teeth out. And he's like, I can't do that. I'm a doctor. I'm like, what's the alternative? You're, you can't pay your bills. And he's like, you got a point here. <laughs> Take it. I was like, all right, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I got to help one guy who like, wants me to go get medicine from this place. And as I walk out, somebody's like, yeah, you don't want to do that. That guy's crazy. If you use that medicine because there's a plague, we need it. I could use it more and I can help out. You got so I, it's a moral decision I got to make at some yeah. point. I got to choose: do I choose the crazy guy or do I choose the good girl? You know, I'm like, and I'm also at a spot too, where another decision I have to make is: it's okay, Sean. It, it seems to me it's always going to be A or B. What are you going to pick? Right? Because this one was, hey, you, this whole town runs in this cannery, but you know, there's some people who aren't with the program that live in this town. If you want this 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 engine to print run your ship you're going to have to turn that power off over there and get them to come back. I'm like, or I could take the one that runs your town because you got one down in the basement of your cannery that runs the whole town. Why don't I just take that one? So I'm kind of caught. I'm, I'm stuck because a part of me is like, maybe I can talk one. Maybe I could talk those deserters that are coming back. I'm, I'm pretty good at persuading people because right. I got a high persuasion. I'm, I'm charismatic, Ed. <laughs> I have a high charisma, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that I can probably go over there and maybe persuade them to come back and then take, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt anybody. Right. I mean, I'll kill somebody if I have to, <laughs> but I, I try. Hurting, no. No. Killing, yes. Name, maybe, if it gets some information out of somebody. But I mean, outside of that, I'm Mister. Like, hey, hey, hey! I don't want to cause no problem. I'm just as confused as everybody else. I don't. I was asleep for seventy years. I, 
I got so you're Rip Van Winkle. Kind of, so I'm more like Buck Rogers because okay. it's in space. Okay. <laughs> you're you were you were hired to go to this planet as a as a as a colonizer, you know, to help colonate the place, and you're like. You fall in asleep and seventy. That's, se- that's like sending a Dalek to do a colonization. <laughs> yeah. Exterminate! Exterminate! It is really like, hey, okay, so you're gonna go. On, and of course, I had to, you know, create my character. Like, what's he look like? What kind of traits does he have? And I'm like, I like we had to pick like a job title, and I went with. Um, I could have gone with cashier because <laughs> the cashier because the cashier gave me um, a better persuade bout thing, right? Uh, like it's like, hey, you, you're awesome at your job, and you can talk to you, can upsell everybody. I'm going. I should just do that. I kind of want the perception skill, you know, like the to be able to get away with stuff. And Stacy looked at me. She's like, so really, I thought the idea of video games is to get away from your real world. Why would you want to do a job in the fake world that you kind of do in the real world? I was like, okay, I'll be an, a, a, an assistant. Uh, what do you call it? Scientist. Like, you know, like <laughs> well, because that one gives me more help with the with intelligence and tech. I'm like, oh, I kind of would be a hacker. You know? <laughs> She's like, oh. now how me look what I look like, and I have hair. She's like, that looks like hair stuck in the '80s. Keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my guy's like, doo, 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 doo. and I, you know, I fall asleep, and I wake up seventy years later, and I'm like, okay, so I'm kind of like Buck Rogers down here. La, la, you know, uh, what's that? That Buck Rogers theme. Da, 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 da. Is it Buck Rogers? Oh, really? Uh, so now I'm going to find it. The Buck Rogers theme. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> what were you thinking? What? What was that song? I don't know. I have no I was thinking near, far, wherever you are. <laughs> not close. Not even. I know. Not even close. Um, I just want to see. That's uh, a theme with. <laughs> there's the theme with. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, the vocals. Remember the vocals of that? Yeah. Oh, let's see. Now it's Captain Sean. <laughs> I wake up, I'm like, I, I was in hibernation, and I woke up 70 years later. I would have been asleep if the guy didn't rescue me, and he only saved me. So now I got to wake up everybody else. So it's now, like passengers. Kind of like, yes. So now I'm kind of wandering around now, and I'm like, where do I got to go? There? All right. Uh, I'm sorry. You're kind of in my way. I gotta shoot you in the back of the head. Sorry. Um, yeah, look, I'm gonna have to need those gold teeth to pay for your grave. I, sorry. Like, okay, so now do I persuade the other town, or do I just murder them and make them come back? I, I, ha- I need what I need, but don't worry, I, I'll do all those quests because I'm a good person. <laughs> 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 Not even close. I'm like, okay, well, I can be anything I want to be in this game, and I'm like, all right, well, murderer. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna be just a sassy dude. You know, <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, because there's some, you know, one-liners I throw out there, and they're just like, I don't know if I should do that. Because you know? <laughs> the game does tailor, like, if you get, um, they, you get perks mm. at every level you go up, because it is like Fallout in space. And depending on how you play, you can get special perks. Like they use, for example, if I get hit in the head a lot, I think I talked about this on the show, it'll give you a perk called 
permanent concussion. Yes. All right. And then it gives you extra perks. But then again, it also people around you go, it's kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> Probably because you got hit in the head one too many times. And you go, shit, I did get hit in the head. Oh, my God. This, this, the game is learning who I am. I'm kind of like I have, I have two companions already. Well, one's meeting me back at the ship. It's a vicar. <laughs> I got this girl She's really big into tech She's helped me out To go to the other town I'm probably gonna have to Break her heart When she sees me murder everybody I mean Or hopefully I can talk everybody Into leaving And be the hero You know right. But then there's other guy too Who was trying to find this book And I found the book for him And the book was in French And he was pissed off Because he can't speak French He's like Well fuck this planet Can I come with you guys uh, Maybe I can find someone Who can speak French And I'm like Yeah sure But isn't it kind of like you still have all this charity work. And he's like, yeah, fuck that. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, she's like, I'm good at hacking. I'm kind of doing this. I'm good at that. I'm like, so you're not really where you're just in it for the book. He's like, no, I, I fully believe it. it's like this whole like logic religion. And I'm like, ah, yeah, sure. Come aboard. Why not? <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> It'll be you'll be interesting to talk to at least. <laughs> if I need to, I'll feed you to something. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's what I'm playing. I also I, I might at some point have a review on Call of Duty because it's the biggest game out there. Um, I also will probably I did pick, get a copy of Medieval. Remember that game for PS2? I think it was where you're a um, basically a doofus knight who gets killed. And comes back oh, from the dead, and you're yeah, a skeleton, yeah, you run around yeah. to try to earn your place in Valhalla or wherever the mystical town they live in. Right. Um, I'm trying to think. I also got Witcher 3 for the Switch, which I haven't touched. I installed, but I haven't touched because I'm like, hi, I'm also playing Borderlands 3 and I'm trying to kill things there. Now I got you know, to fall out in space, outer worlds, which is really good. It's really, really good. And Stacy's taking the Switch Tuesday because she's going home to Texas. So I'm like, why even fucking bother? <laughs> I'll just why get involved in that game? I'll just wait till she comes back. You know, right. maybe she'll like it and she'll want to play it, and she'll be addicted to that. You know, I, I mean that's that's. And you're thinking, Sean, you're so tired from work. I'm like, yeah, because I've only played maybe like an hour. <laughs> All that in an hour? Uh, yeah, because well, the guy like an hour a day. You know, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's like an hour total. Yeah, no, no. I got the game on Friday. I downloaded it. I played it uh, for a little bit. And then I went to bed and went to work, came home waiting for Stacy and I to leave for our, our Saturday night things. And I played then. And today was Sunday. So I haven't really, I, I maybe, maybe total like two hours, two and a half hours in, in gameplay. Okay. It's fun. I like, I, I do like those games. And now that she's going to be going away for a week, I'll have, be able to go, yep, I'm coming home from work. Oh, uh, yep. Uh, no one to talk to, no one to hear, no one to express my day. Just turn on, log out, and murder. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I have yet to see any movies of good caliber. So what about you, Ed? Well, no, I haven't seen any movies. Let's see what was, what's what's the top five movies sure. this week. Here we go, kids. Number five was a new release, Countdown. It made uh, $5 million over the weekend. That sits with a total gross. That's the uh, horror movie where you get an app and it'll tell you, like, you'll have a countdown to your death day, right? Okay. So, like, some people start it yes. up and it'll be like, oh, well, I have 50, 50 years, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, it'll go from like, you'll see the clock down, I got 50 years. And all of a sudden, it'll be like two days. You're like, what? What happened? You know, and then it, it's, you know, find out well, how did that person know, blah, blah, blah. And right. I'm wackiness ensues, I'm sure. It probably had a low budget. How, 
It didn't say a budget. Oh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a budget in this. For some How much reason, did it make? Uh, it made $5 million. So. It probably would have a mil- uh, maybe a $20 million. Oh, budget. I'm sorry. No, my my eyes aren't adjusted. Yeah, it's $9 million. It I made $9 million? It made $9 million over the weekend. Okay. Oof. All right. What else you got there, Ed? Uh, number four was the number three movie of last week, Zombieland Double Tap. It made uh, $11.6 million over the weekend and $47 million overall in the two weeks release. All right. So there you go. Uh, number three was the number four movie of last week. It went up. It went, yeah, no, yeah, it went up. Uh, one, oh. uh, the Adams Family. It made eleven point seven million. Halloween. Yep. Yeah. Seventy two point eight overall uh, in the three weeks of release. Okay. Uh, number two was the number one release of last week. Maleficent: Mistress of Evil. Uh, it made eighteen point five over the weekend and sixty five point four overall in the two weeks of release. Okay. And the number one movie would have to be. Shit, there was something. Bit. Terminator? No. No, Terminator comes out in November. Yes. Um, uh, I feel like I should know what this movie is. I feel like I do. I feel like you I should. should. I should. In a way. Um, Joker still number one? It, well, it was oh. number two last week. Oh, okay. Maleficent right, was movie. number one. Now they switched. Oh, okay. So now the number, it was the number two movie last Joker's week. Joker's still number one. All right. Yep. I uh, thought there was a big release this weekend. Uh, there was a couple, Black and Blue, uh, the current the current war uh, is supposed to be out with the better Cumberbatch. Oh, okay, that's Edison. right. Yeah, Edison and Tesla. Yeah. It's got Spider-Man and Doctor Strange in it. Yeah. Um, I think there's only two Marvel characters. <laughs> well, I mean, the Joker made $18.9 million over the weekend and 277.5 overall in the four weeks release. Yeah, apparently it made, broke box office for the, the biggest box office of November. Um, the current war, you current war. Yep. Okay. So it says current war director's cut, which makes me think the movies have been out for a while, but it's a uh, hour and 47 minutes. Wow. Tom Holland. Okay. Yep. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't know. Tuppence Middleton. Okay. Yep. Um, no other. Actually, that's not Nicholas Holt beast. Yes. Uh, he's Nicholas Tessa and Michael Shannon. So you got Zod in there. <laughs> I'm like, wow, all right. Who else we got? Um, I don't see any other Marvel or DC alumni. All right, so what else you got there? Uh, let's move on to releases of the week for uh, Blu-ray movies, uh, or movies and DVDs. And, okay, what's uh, coming out this, okay. mo- this week? Uh, we got two 4Ks coming out this week, The Wizard of Oz Oh. and It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, well, of course, it makes sense. I don't right. know why somebody wants It's a Wonderful Life in 4K. It's black and white. It's black and white. <laughs> I, I, I guess maybe... I was poor black. Poor white. I need those blacks to be black and those whites to be whites. <laughs> I need that gray to be just a solid... I want to see the different tones of gray. <laughs> um, well, I mean, okay, well, one that's probably one of the reasons why they want to get it, but also it's a holiday classic, and the media that maybe it was on at one point, DVDs, I mean, VH, VHs, VHSs are gone. Yeah. You know, I mean, DVDs almost gone. You know, I think you know. Luckily, Blu-ray players and 4K Blu-ray 4K players will play DVDs. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you got that. But then the, you can tell with a fancy TV, you can kind of tell the gradient of of film when you're judging DVD versus 4K. Right. So maybe you just need it. All right. What else? You got? Uh, okay, if you say so. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to. You know, hey, I guess what I bought this week. <laughs> uh, American Werewolf in London is also coming out this week. An Arrow Video Special Edition is coming out. An Arrow Video? That's what it says. Arrow Video Special Edition. Huh, okay. 
then we have the Blob Scream Factory's Collector's Edition is coming out. Is that the um, Steve McQueen one or the Shawnee Smith one? What year? Doesn't Does not say. not say. Uh, 19, uh, wait, uh, this version of the Blob is thrilled and terrified offices back in the 1950s. Okay, so it's the Steve McQueen one. Yes. All right. And then it's Godzilla, the show era films from 1954 uh, to 1975 Godzilla! Criterion Collection. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Godzilla. Gamora. Not the Gamora. It's Kenji. <laughs> What's it? Kaiji. Kaiji. All right. What else? Then it's Life with Mikey Kino Luber Studio Classics. L-O-R-B-E-R. Lorber? That beeps me. All right. All right. Then there's Batman Beyond. The complete series is coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah, this right. week. Yeah, well, Sean ain't getting that. Charlie's Angels, the complete series. Is I already coming, have that. Um, it's coming out on Blu-ray. No, I don't have it on Blu-ray. I have yeah. it on DVD. That is all we have for uh, television and movies. Let's move oh. on to video games. All right. We have Door Kickers Action Squad by Killhouse Games for the Switch, and that's coming out on Tuesday. Okay. No, Monday. I'm sorry, oh. 28th. Ugh. Coming out on Monday. So you got another Shit. game to look forward to this week for you, Sean. Uh, then we have Close to the Sun by Wired Productions for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and that is on Tuesday. All right. Then we have Disagria. I don't know if I spoke that. Disagria, I think it is. Disagria? Okay, okay. I'll go with yours. Disagria 4 Complete Plus by Nippon Itch Software for the PS4 and Switch, and that is on Tuesday. All right. Disney Classic Games, Aladdin oh, and right. The Lion King by Nighthawk Interactive for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on Tuesday. Yeah, they remastered it. All right. Then we have Dusk Diver by F- FJI Games for the PS4 and Switch. <laughs> Dusk Diver. It's <laughs> on <laughs> so Tuesday. Dank Diver. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we have uh, F- Fior- F- Forger, Fjorker, F-O-R-A-G-E-R, F- Four uh, Ager. Okay. By Hot Frog for the yeah, PS4. Four Ager. Aha. And Switch. That's coming out on Tuesday. All right. Resident Evil 5 by Capcom for the Switch on Tuesday. <laughs> Resident right. Evil 6 by Capcom <laughs> on Tuesday for the Switch. Resident Evil Triple. Uh, Evil Drift. Sorry. Resident Evil Triple Pack by Capcom for the Switch on Tuesday. That's five and six and four. Four, five, and six. Wow, right. And then we have Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD by Sega for the PS4, Xbox, and Switch on Tuesday. Yukaza 4, the Yukaza Remaster Collection by Sega for the PS4, and that is on Tuesday. All right. Luigi's Mansion by Nintendo. Luigi's Mansion 3, sorry, by Nintendo for the Switch on Halloween. Thursday. And that's it. That is all the games we have. Coming out. I think that's um, enough. Um, uh, you know what? It's not enough, Ed. You know why? Because I can tell you. Here, I'll give. You, here's here's a little flash forward for like the month of for up till the middle of November. Ready? Okay. So we got the big ones, Luigi's Mansion, right, coming out yeah. next week. Then the week after that, you have Death Stranding, the exclusive PS4 game. Yeah. And then the week after that, you have not only do you have the Jedi game coming out, right? You, but you uh, excuse me. You also have Wait for it. The Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's right. Pokemon Sword and Shield is coming out the same week. Yeah, the same day, the 15th of November. Oh, that's going to be a fun Yeah, uh... fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you won't be coming over Thursday then. I, I don't... Pro- oh, I probably won't be shit now that I'm thinking about it. Fuck. Because I'm a boss, so they want bosses to work those special releases. <sighs> Crap. All right. 
Maybe I'll maybe I'll pre-order Fallen Order and come see you on Thursday. It is one of those things where it's like I'm now in the era of hey. This is where my job says, Sean, you need to work these days. And it's like, okay, you say so. And I look at it this way. It really is only like two and a half, maybe three months of my year that's going to be kind of hectic. It's always – and it's the shitty season too. It's it's Christmas and New Year's. It's like, all right, thanks. It's, it's, it's this time where it's like, hey, Black Friday sales are on deal. Sean, you got to be at the store at like midnight and be there for 20 hours. Okay, I'll bring a pillow. Like, you know, you got to be there. You're the boss. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yes, yes, I am. I still remember that Black Friday. I think I watched Gotham, and it was like in the middle of the night. You were working at yeah. your first store, and I I came over to tell you how bad Gotham was. <laughs> yeah, I was working. Yeah, because I was I was I was doing like the midnight. I'll I'm willingly openly admit that I'm a night person. Yeah. So if you give me the opportunity to be like, hey, Sean, would you like to work from like midnight to six in the morning? I would probably I take that as a challenge. I'm like, well, I usually go to bed like around two, three o'clock in the morning on my off days. So if I'm standing here doing nothing, I mean, I'll probably be busy for a little bit and then dead and then maybe busy a little bit more and then dead. It was, it was the one time I, I worked at another store, Roosevelt Mall, I think it was, that it was definitely like, hey, it was real busy at midnight. By like two o'clock, it was dead. Yeah. And then by like seven o'clock, it was getting busy again. And it was like, oh, yay. Too bad I'm leaving. What? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'd rather get my burst out of the, you know, my, I'd rather get it done and out of the way and then be able to go home and relax. You know, so, uh, what else you got? Anything, Ed? Anything? Uh, that is it. So That's it? All right. I think it's time for the news. What do you think? I think you're right, Ed. It's time for the news. All right. Ed, let's get serious here. All right. <laughs> Before I start now. Okay. Um, you know who the, okay, well... I only got a couple articles, but I think they're important articles. Ewan McGregor. What do you think about Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor? Yes. You know, he was Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah, no. Right. I, I uh, Yeah, I mean, he was a great Obi-Wan. Okay. Uh, he's a good actor. I've seen him in a couple other things that I liked, uh, like The Island. Okay. Um, I, I mean, so so when you heard him, you know, he's been saying for a while that, you know, that he wants there, there's going to be an Obi-Wan thing going on, right? You on know? Disney Plus. On Disney he, Plus. Well, even before Disney Plus, he said that, you know, they wanted to do like a trilogy, that kind of stuff. Right, right. Well, this son of a bitch has been lying about, it, about the Star Wars Obi-Wan series for four fucking years. Really? Yes. <laughs> um Ewan McGregor has, himself is offering new new details about the series, revealing that he had to lie to fans for four years as Lucasfilm figured out how he'd return. <laughs> he's like, he, he he's telling Men's Journal, it's a fucking massive relief because for four years I've been having to lie to people about it. Um, the series will probably consist of six hour-long episodes, meaning that McGregor's next adventure is Obi-Wan will be certainly substantial, may certainly be substantial, but on that, he's not allowed to tell you anything about it. He did offer some more obvious details, revealing the circumstances of the show's plot. The storyline sits between episode three and episode four, uh, he said. Uh, the Jedi Order was falling apart. It'll be interesting to take a, take a character we know in a way and show him. Well, his arc will be quite interesting, I think, dealing with that the fact that all the Jedi were slaughtered with, with the end of episode three. It's quite something to get over. Uh, McGregor, at, McGregor added that he's excited to finally portray a version of the character that fans of the original Star Wars trilogy are familiar with. He's like, I want to get closer and closer to how Obi-Wan felt while Alec Guinness was playing him. 
I feel like I'm grayer and nearer him in age, so it'll be easier to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's also a chance that uh, the actor Joel Egerton could return to the franchise as well, possibly reprising his role as Luke Skywalker's uncle, Owen Lairs, for the series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's like, Egerton said... Um, on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. Oh, look at me plugging out there. It's a very real possibility, he said. There is, potential, there is potentially an assassin on a rooftop just outside a window, and if I say the wrong thing, I love to say all sorts of things, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you have it. He's a big, he's a big, big liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Um, is he? Is he? I don't, I don't know. Like he? He's, he's, he, was fanning the fan, he was fanning the flames of fandom for a movie well after the first episode i think i think you know well, people were fascinated with him as obi-wan and oh i mean you know in in a way i mean he he might have been like fabricating a lot of things cuz he's he's a huge fan because he, sure he's a like, nerd he's a nerd cuz he cuz every time they they always tell stories of him they always had to tell him to stop making the sound he was he was going zzz, zzz, well, especially like in fighting scenes right. during the filming of it they you know there's a, there are a couple of documented facts <laughs> you, that, you and you and you need you need to stop that. We're gonna do that. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry, he didn't realize he was doing it. Yeah, because he he got so into it. That's you know, I guess the sound effect helped him to to, to portray the role. Of, of or him. maybe when you have a lightsaber in your hand, you have no. Whenever you have anything stick like in your hand with, with penis, maybe sometimes a penis too. You know, <laughs> you have no choice but if you're a Star Wars fan, they go. I think we just learned a little bit more about Sean tonight than we wanted to. Stand there. <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> Some things are just left, just left unsaid. <laughs> yes, I have the Star Trek fight theme while I'm swinging my lightsaber around. <laughs> boy. All right. So, uh, all right, well, that's all I got, Ed. You got anything else to add to that article? Uh, you know, you know, uh, that's kind of surprising to hear. I mean, you know, he I was lying. I was lying. You know, but yeah, but that's the thing. Like, like a lot, they've said a lot of things in the past. Like, they were talking about when Lucas was still owned, right? Lucas Films, that he was going to do a live action TV series that right. never came to fruition. So, right. you go. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yeah, who cares? You know, because not that I don't care. It's just that you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not really gonna hold it against him that he was lying all these years. Right? Yeah, yeah. You go. All right. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, everyone's got that one project that they're always working on, and one day it'll come true. Yeah. I mean, just think we're about what three weeks away from uh, Disney Plus. Two weeks, two and a half. Well, two and a half yeah, weeks. By the time most people listen to this, it'll be two weeks because they usually right. listen on a Tuesday. But you got uh, a couple weeks before Disney Plus. Yeah. And then our first episode after that, I'd be like, dude, you watch Disney Plus? I was watching this, and I was watching that, and I was watching this. It's awesome. Or I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't believe we paid for this. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, 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 I really don't think that it's going to be a disappointment. I mean, like, well, ask me I, I, six months from now. Like, I like, think no matter what, someone's going to find something to bitch about. Like, like oh, I don't like the fact that I can't binge watch the Mandalorian. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's only me. It's a week to week. What if I, I don't think that's stupid in this day and age? Why do you want to do that? Sorry, I'm already getting myself out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, I've I've seen a lot of I've watched a lot of YouTube videos, and there are a lot of people talking about Disney Plus, and a lot of people want to be negative about it, but there's nobody that can really say right. any, say anything negative about it. You know what I don't like? like I we're don't... not getting every we're not getting every uh, Marvel movie off the bat. 
like da 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 because they're contractually obligated to, to stick <laughs> to the streaming service as they are, blah blah blah. But later next year we'll get them. Like then then why why you know what I don't like Ed that color blue in the background. It's just a bad blue. That's the. <laughs> Really? That, that's all you're reaching for? Yeah, because the programming is fucking phenomenal. It's got everything <laughs> I ever wanted. But I'm really mad at that because it really is like my childhood dream come true. You know what I think I'm mad about? Is that I'm a middle-aged man have to appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Of interface. Who interfaces nowadays? Everybody. Shut up. <laughs> Disney Plus. Why couldn't they name it something different? Like what? Disney Plus Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus Plus. <laughs> the... the, the like the only negative thing I've heard, and that still to me is like stupid, is the fact is that somebody goes, you know what's on there? Nothing but Disney stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I'm like, and then they they elaborated on it, and I'm like, then it made sense. Like all the Fox rated graded our stuff, you will get that on Disney Plus. And I'm like, it's Disney, you dickhead. Like, I, like, and of course it's not gonna have anything rated R. It's all family oriented. They're not gonna have yeah. rated R stuff. Or Hulu's I'm, gonna have it. Right, you're right. Because yeah, okay, we'll see. We'll see. Because I still kind of feel like you could possibly find, like maybe, okay, like Turner who uh, probably might be on there. Right. You know, oh, no, they're like all the all the like PG PG thirteen stuff, right. I mean, like that other like other. Maybe they'll have Disney. like a parental guidance thing where you can either like lock out certain things for your kids, and you have to punch in a code to to get the Disney at night. <laughs> like, <laughs> welcome to Deadpool's Dirty Time Night Feeders. Yeah, like <laughs> Mickey and Minnie's Love Fest. <laughs> it's Mickey Mouse Club after hours. <laughs> See Eeyore as you've never seen him before. Uh, happy. <laughs> See Pooh get his more than his hand stuck in a honey jar. <laughs> See why Donald Duck is always so angry. <laughs> Welcome to Disney After Dark. <laughs> Uh, oh, it just sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. I, I'm in. <laughs> I'm watching. Oh, That's I can't right. Mm, see what the black hole really is on the other side. <laughs> Let's see what's under 20,000 leagues in that sea. All those questions about Chip and Dale will finally be answered <laughs> in Disney After Dark. <laughs> 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 See how Scrooge McDuck really made his money <laughs> in human trafficking. <laughs> no! Tailspin. <laughs> Tailspins takes a completely dark turn when he's smuggling people from town to town. <laughs> International smuggler Tailspin tells a deep, dark tale of betrayal and lust. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Marge Simpson finally put her hair down in Disney After Dark. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, Ed, you know who Henry Henry Winkler is, right? Of course. Okay. Um, by all by all means, seems to be the most nicest guy on the planet. I I, I have to agree with that. Yeah, I've seen him in person. He seems very friendly, very like upbeat, and oh my god, how are you? Very fascinated and loves everything, right? Yeah. And you got Tom Hanks, okay? Yeah. 
Also, beloved human being. Seems to be like the nicest guy on the oh, yeah. planet here. You know who does? You know who Tom? Do you know who Henry Winkler doesn't like? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> you know how Tom Hanks doesn't like? Apparently, Henry Winkler. <laughs> They've been feuding for thirty years, Ed. They have. They have. This has kind of popped up on my feed a couple times, and most of the times I read it, I'm like, "Is this really something?" And I decided to read it, and I'm like, "Is it really something?" Because I'm I'm gonna make you be the judge of this one. Ed. Okay. Ready? It's time for Geekster's Court. Okay, so apparently um, Bill Simmons mentioned on his podcast, and again, a plug, that Henry Winkler and Tom Hanks, two of the nicest people in Hollywood, have been locked in a 30-year feud. All right, apparently this is where it started. Um, What happened recently on this Watch What Happens Live episode where a caller brought everyone's attention back to an issue that really mattered. Excuse me. This woman asked about rumors about the... uh, the Barry actor, because now he's on that TV show, Batter, um, Barry, um, Harry Winkler. Mm. But she asked the Fonz uh, um, and Hanks not loving each other on the 1989 set of Turner and Hooch. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, the uh, he first he he couldn't. He's like first he's like, what did you say? He at first he tried to divert before setting aside pretenses. He then admitted, I was directing that movie for 13 days, and then I was called into the producer's office, and he said. You have everything with you. Go home. Well, not exactly articulating that he isn't indeed isn't a fan of Hanks. Winkler did admit that he was crazy about one actor on the set, the crime-solving canine that aided Hanks' poli- policeman career. I got along great, great with that dog. I love that dog. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the memories of what the incident are, from that incident are so sour that Winkler who just heard the title of the movie uttered to him from a caller, added, I don't remember the title of that movie. And yeah, given that he was canned as a result of his mysterious feud, Winkler probably hasn't said seen the thing. We still don't know why these guys hate each other, but it's real. Way back in 1993, Winkler alluded to the beef while speaking with People Magazine. Let's just say I got along better with Hooch than I did with Turner. Wow. I, I don't... Whoo! I don't understand. Like, how? What do you think it was? What do you think it was? Yeah, like, okay, here you go. I, I think, I think, I think Hanks was thinking he was he was being second second banana to a dog, you know. And Henry <laughs> Winkler was probably like, come here, come here. And well, Henry, oh, Henry Winkler was the director uh, yeah. for like thirteen days, and then I think let me just go to my my one stop shop for all movie tr- memorabilia and trivia, uh, IMDb. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go type in uh, Turner and Hooch, right? Because, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, that's so bizarre because it's just like, you know, I mean, you, you, I sometimes you really want to be like that fly on the wall that like what really happens and certain like behind the scenes stuff because there's there's more to always a story than the, of a movie than what's shown on the screen. And sure. that's the thing that always that always kind of fascinates me more a little bit, the, like getting into some of those documentaries and, and, and finding out the truth of what was right. going on. The was, director wound up being Roger Spotswood, I guess, took place over a... Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess uh, here's the thing. Metacritic, we got a 36 score. To, Hank, it seems to be good enough to survive any film. The dog <laughs> too works wonders in the standard script. <laughs> All right, um, but yeah, it's it's it's. I, w- I wish I knew more because I mean that's. I mean, I'm I'm fascinated. I'd be like, you know, like going to like you know one of their deathbeds. Like, what happened? Like, right, or, or maybe one of those e true Hollywood stories, Turner and Hooch. Yeah, to wait till the dog dies because it's in this contract. You can't talk about the feud. <laughs> How old's huge? He's thirty for a dog. That's ancient. 
Well, can't we just put him? No, I can't. He's surprised ever. Goes gets the ball. <laughs> get the ball? Still slabbering everywhere. <laughs> or one day, yay, died on his own slabber. Tied <laughs> <laughs> on a pile of whores. <laughs> so much, <laughs> he had so much coke in his veins. It's a it's surprising. He's drooling he it out. He just couldn't, you know, his 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 drool is eighty percent pure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, here's something that somebody said something. Uh, here's like trivia. He was fashion. an advocate against Michael Vick. <laughs> <laughs> back then, he was all hopped up on milk bone and whores. <laughs> you know, uh, here it says here um, in the factoids trivia. Yeah. Henry Winkler was originally hired as a director, but two weeks into filming, he was fired by Disney executive Jeffrey Katzenberg, who was dissatisfied with Winkler's work. Wow. So it could have been Katzenberg. It could have been, maybe. But my, here's my point. You were dissatisfied with his work, but you were okay with the other guy's work? Because that movie ain't great. It ain't <laughs> great by any means. Just saying. Woof. <laughs> Not even a good time. Uh, oof. Is, is that a quote from Hooch? Yeah. Hooch said, <laughs> apparently Jack Nicholson, Bill Murray, and Chevy Chase were all considered for the role of Turner. Really? Yeah. There you go. There was a pilot for a Turner and Hooch television series which starred Thomas F. Wilson from Back to the Future. Um, we call it um, the bad guy. And, oh, yeah. And Wendy Pratt. It aired on the magical world of Disney in 1988, but the series was not picked up. I'm telling you, it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Turner and Hooch, the revival. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See if we can make magical now out of it, you know. Yeah. 30 years later. Just so you know, Hooch was also played by multiple dogs. Beasley, a 17-year-old pup, played the main Hooch, and three other dogs. His stunt double was named Igor, or Igor. (laughs) Also, apparently, John Larroquette was also considered for Turner. Really? Yeah, that'd be different because John Larroquette was really big with um, Night Court at the time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. To get these dogs to react to Hanks while filming, he had to spend time with his canine co-star in the weeks leading up to filming to build a relationship that would be evident on camera. So you go, you, psst, hooch, you got you to gotta live with Hanks. Oh, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <sighs> Guy's so fucking nice. All I want to do is lay around. He wants to play. <laughs> Fuck. He's just yammering away. <laughs> just Christ. Guy's too fucking nice. <laughs> uh, guy's got a yeah, guy asked for a big giant fucking piano on his floor. <laughs> just so he could play every goddamn day. I'm hearing the fucking chopstick song. I, I'm ki- I'm gonna kill him in his sleep. I'm a big dog. You die by drool. I'm just telling you. I'm tired of that fucking guy. It's always so cheerful. You got <laughs> Christ! I gotta live with that guy for weeks. I'm gonna poop in his shoe. I'm telling you. <laughs> I can live with Hanks. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I already so fucking nice. <sighs> Maybe I'll find out why they fire fire Winkler. Not <laughs> <laughs> like that director. <laughs> He's good to me. He was nice. He had the best butt rubs. <laughs> and I gotta live with Hanks, who keeps going, Are you a good boy? And never feeds me fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him kill a kitten once. I was okay with that. 
because I don't like cats. But <laughs> that's the only time I actually liked him. Other than that, he kept asking me who a good boy was, and every time I tried to answer him, he ignored me. <laughs> Bastard. Fucking Hanks. Bastard. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I would love to know that feud, though. I really love to know what happened. Like, why? Because, like, yeah, like the two nicest people in the world, they hate each other. You're like, what? Yeah, hey, I know. I guess you can't like everybody. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, I'm looking at there's now. Hey, here's endings and uh, what's uh, spoiler? I don't think the dog makes it in the end. <laughs> so Hanks feels like the movie would have done better if uh, if the dog survived. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's got a way. I, I mean, guess that's why only he's got 37% right now. I guess there's... Not many people saw it because I didn't see this movie. I guess that's why there's not a Turner and Hooch 2. <laughs> there's no sequel. The dog refused to work with him. <laughs> fucking one and done. Talk to my agent and you kill me at the end of that fucking movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. I'll take a bullet for him. But after that, I'm fucking done. Him and I are over. <laughs> There's no, no, no. Over my dead pups will be there. A fucking Turner and Hooch too. Electric <laughs> Boogaloo, Boogaloo. No, nothing. I'm done. I'm taking my rubber bone. I'm taking my blankie, and I'm leaving out. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck you. You you never seen that dog in any other movies after that, have you? No, you have. You know why? Hanks. <laughs> you Got find, him out of business. You find out that Hanks was a bastard to him. <laughs> you smeared peanut butter on his nuts. It was like, come here, boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> dog walks out traumatized, left the business. <laughs> Hashtag pause. <laughs> the best part is. He did a visual. <laughs> I rubbed it on my balls and spread my legs. <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I do the joke. You know I don't pay, pay attention to other people. I'm, I'm doing it for you. <laughs> I still, he's doing this shit. And then he drops his balls. <laughs> and I'm like stunned. And he's like, oh my god. I looked at him like he was fucking nuts. <laughs> He's like, hey, boy, I'm going to call you Skippy. Here, come here, boy. You're my friend. <laughs> like, no, I'm passing. Sorry, Tom, I can't deal with you. I don't care if you're the nicest person. The people, you are. But the dogs, you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> you bastard. I hate you. I can never look at peanut butter again the same way. <sighs> They're letting him around toys? Gotta be kidding me. You know what he did with my bone? I don't can't tell you. Can't tell you. I I couldn't wash that for months again. I didn't smell out of it. That's why I'm that's why I refuse to work with humans. Give me other dogs, other cats, sure. You mean a perina cow? I'll chase that fucking wagon all around town. You put a human in it, I'm out. Why? Two words. Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, boy alright Ed I want to talk about this this recent trend of people talking about badly about Marvel movies there's okay uh, what? <laughs> I have no idea um, okay well Martin Scorsese didn't like it oh, oh those people those, those, those people. people you know directors <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget they're people too 
That's right. Um, so Scorsese <laughs> said bad things about Marvel movies. Well, about superhero films in general. Right. But you uh, kind of feel like you're talking... Spielberg did a stint a while back. He did a back. little while back, but yeah. I feel like he kind of might have turned the corner because I kind of feel like Are You Ready Player One is kind of a superhero movie. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little, little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um, but then Francis Ford Coppola recently has has come out and said that Coppola. he... Coppola. Coppola, the man who brought you the Godfather. One, two, and a three. <laughs> three. Coppola said something. Yes, the man who made you think that Keanu Reeves could do a good English accent in Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, apparently, he had not nice things to say about it, too. Um I'm going to paraphrase because I have the Disney CEO says Scorsese's and Coppola's comments are disrespectful and defends Marvel movies. So, past few weeks, it's been kind of a getting a black eye, apparently. Yeah. I'm thinking Marvel has been received a lot of criticism for renowned from renowned directors regarding their comic book movies not being quote unquote cinema. There have been multiple comments from people who work in superhero movies and directors and actors, and now even Disney CEO has something to say about it. Uh, recent interviews with Wall Street Journal for a Tech Live event, Disney CEO Bob Iger reveals his thought about the comments made from directors Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola. All right, um, let's see. Uh, 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 uh. Um, Iger started out by pointing out Coppola's use of the word despicable. He called those movies despicable. Really? Yeah. Should I, should I go back an article and, and tell you what he no, said? No, no, okay. no. I mean, I'm getting he, the gist of what he you're called saying. them despicable, Ed. Like, yeah. really? Really? Uh, the CEO thinks that that's not an appropriate word to describe movies, but rather for someone who has committed a mass murder, <laughs> you know, which I get that. If you're going to say this person's despicable for committing a mass murder, it makes more sense than, hey, you brought Iron Man to the screen. You're despicable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, he then asks who the director is talking to and proceeds to name the like of Kevin Feige, uh, Taika Waititi, Robert Downey Jr., etc. Iger started by uh, pointing out, well, it's, Iger said that he didn't take the comments personally. However, he thinks that it's incredibly disrespectful, especially for people who work on these movies. He pointed out that it can be a bother for them, especially since the, comic, since the people involved in comic book movies work just as hard as people work on their films, you know, Scorsese and right. Coppola. Right. And that they put their creative souls on the line, similar to what the filmmakers do for theirs. He wanted to use Ryan Coogler as an example to pose a question, asking if the director of Black Panther was doing less than, quote, what Martin Scorsese or Francis Ford Coppola have ever done on any of their movies. He ends up the sentence by saying, come on, there, I said it, which could suggest that he's been keeping quiet about the controversial comments, but ended up saying them despite his high regard for the directors. Iger thinks that he went a bit more defensive than he expected since, his ha since he admits that it's director's right if they want to bitch about movies. Um, so what do you think? <clears throat> uh, well, you know, we it, talked about this with Scorsese being like, well, you kind of you're, you're riding the backs of a superhero, uh, basically a superhero villain, right? To make this movie now, yes, I understand it's grounded in reality and it takes a very different look on that character, but it's still a character that is pulled from a comic book. Yeah, he is the Joker. There are the Waynes. You know, so it's not like you could, if you really felt that way about any kind of a, uh, now I know he didn't direct it, but he helped produce it. Right. So I feel like in my head, I'm like, well, you, you have the number one movie in the country, right? Or in the world right now, 
on a comic book character. It's probably one of probably the most financially successful movies you probably have had in a very long time, Martin. Maybe you should hush up a little bit and 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 be grateful, right? You know, um, Coppola. I mean, I, I feel that that's kind of again another like like disrespectful moment because him, Scorsese, George Lucas, and him are friends. Lucas based his whole life around essentially a sci-fi epic adventure where these people do superhuman things. <laughs> you know, like the force is not something that, you know, right. One right. might okay. say yeah. that one might say that the force is using like a telekinetic ability, a telekinetic ability, even though it's tapped into some mystical force, then gets fucking ruined by, by, George himself by saying it's part of the bloodstream, which in turn makes Jedi mutants. Right. Hence, being superheroes or supervillains. Look at me being all smart. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're really running on fumes on this one. I am. No, uh, uh, <laughs> um, I, the, just two things about uh, that I, I was thinking about this, this past week. I saw Jennifer Aniston, actually. She also so, slammed, too. Right, yeah. Because she, she was more on the fact that, like, People are more like into these superhero movies because it's like a blockbuster constant where the smaller movies don't get a chance in the theaters because these, I can agree, I can agree with that you know and 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 that and I kind of I kind of see your point I'm like yeah you know what but I think though my second point is is that I, I think it I think it's the investors' fault like through it all like nobody's putting the money into these smaller movies like nobody right. nobody wants to take a chance because it's like. Yeah. Oh well, if Disney and Marvel and DC are making all these money, like in superhero yeah. movies, we just get a get right. a superhero property that people will follow, and there's a fan base that's attached sure. to it's, it. It's a, it's a, it's a guarantee. Yeah. It's a guaranteed audience. It's guaranteed seats in house, possibly. Right. You know, it's, it's always a gamble because it's a business. But I mean, still, you're right. It's it's a built in. No one's going to take a chance on, let's say, a movie like, um, okay, back in the '80s, Can't Buy Me Love. Right. Okay. Or, or another movie that Patrick Dempsey was in, and I loved. It's a movie called Run. It was basically a teenage version of Die Hard. Um, I loved that movie. I can never find that movie anywhere on, on DVD or Blu-ray or anything like that. Right. Um, to me, that's a hidden gem. But I mean, that movie might not have been made, won't be made today because it doesn't. He's not wearing a cape. He's not wearing a suit. Right. You know, I think that I do. What you were saying, like most people, I think companies want that big tent pole. We want asses in seats. If we're going to give you $130 million, we're going to want to, you know, for anything, we're going to want a return on our investment. We know that right now the biggest return on our investment is superhero properties. That's the way it was for Westerns back in the day. Yeah. You know, it was, they put asses in seats, they made money, and they they, they, fl- they flooded the market with them. You know, sooner or later, the market will te- peter out, you know, <laughs> peter out. Um, it'll, it'll balance itself out. But, I mean, to me, it's just, Everyone wants to win that weekend, and the best way to weekend is with spectacular movies. And right now, the only spectacular movie that's out there that they feel like it works are superhero movies. Right. I feel like you're not going to find, uh, you know, uh, Once Upon a Time in the Wild West anymore. You know, you're going to have to find you're going to have to find an Endgame. Right. You know, I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like you know, times they are changing. What do you think, Ed? Uh, I know. I Sean, I, you ignorant slut. <laughs> I kind of agree with you in that way, but I mean, like, like investors could you could still make money on movies if you if you were smaller budget movies. But that's the thing, though. Like actors like like Jennifer Aniston and, and Gerard Butler and all that would have to take a pay cut. 
if they're not going to get involved themselves in superhero movies per se and you know get involved in that and, and make all their money like like that's why i'm thinking like more and more like like glenn close was in one michael douglas right uh, uh, robert uh, redford, redford right was in a captain america movie to me it's like well, i remember when like, i saw that i was, was like, a bad like you know like yeah you know, like, did he was he just doing it for a friend like it just felt so weird because uh, i mean it made me see like if paul newman was alive he'd be in a superhero movie right you know, I'm waiting for. I mean, technically, Bruce Willis was in the GI Joe movies. Yeah, you know, like I could see The Rock being in it. Sure, he's a big action movie star, but you know, I, I just feel like, like, all right, you're getting some of these classic actors. Just I don't know. Well, what do you call it? Um, Annette Bening was in. Uh, what do you call it? Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. So you're like, all right, uh, that's kind of a big. Michelle uh, Pfeiffer was in. You know, she has, she's I mean, a just, small role in Ant Man the Wasp. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, that's the same. Like, there's a, there's a list of all these, like, big stars, and I think that's the reason why they're going, well, you know what? There's no way of, of not getting into this because it's like I'm not going to get a part that somebody's going to go see and I'm going to get an Academy right. Award for or, or I'm going to make millions of dollars off of this because I'm going to get something on the back end, a percentage of the, right. of the take. Right. So, like, you know, it's like, well, uh, you know, I'll, I'll walk into a, do a walk-on, a cameo, or a small part in yeah. a movie, movie, Marvel movie or DC movie, and, and get else to claim and then be like, you know, and then the nerds will be like, well, it's got to be legitimate now. These big stars are in it. And you go, well, you know what? Maybe, you know, they want a paycheck. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, it could like, be like, I'm, I'm here to get a, I'm here for a job. I mean, yeah, sure. Maybe Catwoman, the money on Catwoman is Batman Returns is drying out on Michelle. So she's like, oh, I'll do this movie. Sure. Why not? I'll be cute. You know, right. you give me what? Two days really worth of work because she's in it in a blink of an eye. Yeah. You know? Nicole Kidman was an Aquaman. <laughs> you know, like, all right. Yeah. You know, sooner or later, you're going to see Tom Hanks in a superhero movie. I'm telling you now, it's bound to happen. <laughs> Henry Winkler was a good director. Henry Winkler, Henry, no, Tom Tom Cruise, I said. Oh, Tom Cruise. Right. Well, he, he, he was going to be Iron Man. He was going to be Iron Man, yeah, exactly. Know, and that didn't work out, but it was just, that's, that's the kind of thing. Like, you just don't know. Like, I think... That's the thing, though. I like. I think certain stars, like they still haven't hit that marker where, like, you put Tom Cruise in a movie, you're getting asses and seats. Yes. You know, like yes. you know, like they're doing a Top Gun movie. It's coming out soon. <laughs> that's right. Let's, you know, like Top Gun two. Really? That's the- <laughs> and that's the, like, like you, you, you. And that wasn't my action. That was the name of the movie, Top Gun Two. <laughs> really? <laughs> coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> but the you 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 think about it, you go. And some people are going, it's an old movie, but I'm going to go see it because it's like, you know, like it's, the other one was like in the 80s, you know, yeah. like it's fly away to the danger zone. <laughs> and, you know, so it gave like, Kenny Loggins a career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. Footloose. God, Kenny, Kenny Loggins was like the number one songwriter of the, the 80s. 80s yeah. Jeez, if there is throwing, you could throw a stone and hit a Kenny Loggins song in a movie <laughs> in the 80s. Whew. Um, Jeez. You know, I mean, like, you, you, there are certain stars that have that kind of power, you know, yeah. like. Uh, um, Even Schwarzenegger's going back to the well. Yeah. Yeah, Terminator. Yeah, I'm going to do that again. You know, okay, I mean, Linda Hamilton, everybody, James Cameron will direct. <laughs> It'd be great. We'll do. We'll probably do Commando Two next. You know, like, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is another one. Like, it, you know, it, he's doing Creeds. You know, and he's like, you know, he does one rock. Creed and he's like, I'm back. Yeah. You remember those expendable movies? I'm highbrow on it. Rambo: Last Blood. Yeah. Oh, you're really stretching on the title there, aren't you? Like, yeah, you know, my bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I mean, that's the thing. Like, but, but like those actors, like you, you could put them in another movie, and they'll people go see. Even like, Sylvester Stallone was in Guardians too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, now I'm like, like, going shit. <laughs> it's a matter of time before Schwarzenegger gets in one. Nah, yeah, I'm gonna be Colossus. <laughs> you know, he's, I think he's doing another Conan movie. I think I was told, really told, talking wins about it again. They keep talking Ooh. about it. Keep, you know. Oh, so it's the stuff like that. Like, like you just know that eventually, like the, the stars are doing it. But then it's like you go, you could still do these smaller movies, though. You can, you and, can, and 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 put a budget into it. But the investors have to do it and go take a chance. You're right, and, that, and that's the thing. Like nobody wants to take a risk in their investments yeah. anymore, or they're hoping that you know what? Why don't all that money you make on those big tentpole movies? Why don't you use that movie to help subsidize some of those smaller independent movies? Yeah, like there's. There's entertainment out there for everybody, I feel like. You know, you may not be a superhero fan, but maybe you're a horror fan. Like, I can't sit through a horror movie just because I find them silly and ridiculous. But they're fucking money makers. Yeah. And there's people out there who go to them religiously. Like, I, you know, the countdown, I'm like, okay, what's well, an interesting premise? You know, like the, the Happy Death Day? Uh, oh, interesting premise. Am I going to watch it? Probably not. They made a second one? Really? Didn't you say all you had to say in the first one? Well, it made so much money. We had to make a second one. Clearly, uh, there's a fan the thing. Base, like, like you know? I, 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 like I, because I, I remember like some of the Jason movies, like the the Friday the Thirteenth that throw out, and you're like, it's just it's. It got so ridiculous. Now that they send him to Manhattan, they sent him into space. And, but after a while, you're you're kind of sitting there watching these movies, and you're like, there's really no point to this. It's just him chasing people yep. around. Like you really don't need a plot at all. Like nope. you just here's a bunch of people. They're gonna die at the end. I, that's why like, the, there might be like two or three survivors. You know, Jason huh? Ten, Jason goes to space, whatever the hell it's called. I I thoroughly enjoyed that movie because it's the ridiculous of it. It's like I'm watching a guy who used to murder people at Crystal Lake is now out in a spaceship. They're not campers. They're not. He is so far off his main goal, it's not even remotely close <laughs> to who he was as a villain. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. Let's take him into space. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> we can. <laughs> People will see it. I saw it. I didn't pay money to see it, but I saw it. And I was like, all right, I get it. It's funny. It became like, to me, it's like the side, it's like Sharknado. Yeah. You know, you watch Sharknado for the train wreck that it is. And that's how I feel about horror movies. And, and I'm not. I don't slam it. It's not. It's not for me. But they make fucking money, and I'm like, all right, God bless them. There's obviously room for that. There's obviously room for superhero movies. There's still room for those heavy dramas that you know, like, hey, I got nothing to do. Let me go to a movie and cry for two hours. Why? I don't know. I just felt like I need to see well, make, make myself better. So that's the thing. Like the next. That's the next couple of months. That's we're gonna get. Like all these heavy dramas yeah. are gonna appear out of nowhere. And you're like, I don't even know they're making this. And it's like, yeah. oh, it's Oscar season. You know, we'll see the nominees for these next year. You know, and that's and that's and that's the thing. And I'm, I feel bad because some, sometimes, like some of the dramas that I, some of the Academy Award winners, guys, I like to see those sometimes. The Oscar winners for Best sure. Picture. And I'm like, now I know why it was Best Picture. Like, like I love right. it. Like, look, No Country for All Men. I love that movie. The King's Speech is a phenomenal movie. I have it. I haven't watched it yet. But it is great. I, it's a movie it. that I never thought I'd really like, but I saw it on HBO one day, and I just watched it. And I was like, God damn, it's going to be it wor- it w- worth every Oscar it won. Right. And, I, and that's the thing. Like, you know, so, like, that's the only time you get to see some of those other movies that are not, yeah. you know, like, Oscar winners. And I, it's, it's like, it's just terrible they don't do movies like that through the year, like, you know, and other things. Right. And then it's just like now because the summer blockbusters. They right. Like and that's... even now the summer blockbuster is getting pushed 
earlier. Like, it's not the summer blockbuster until see a Marvel movie in April. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, it's not the summer. doesn't matter. May 1st, Marvel movie. Beginning of summer. Okay. Like, what's coming out this year? Early this year. It's just movies now that are coming out in, like, January and February. You're going, back in the day, it used to be, wow, you have zero faith in that movie. Yeah. But now maybe they have faith in that movie to be like, okay, we, we, we want to win that month. We want to win that week, and the only way we can do that is by putting it here. In the like, crap season. Right. It's because there's no one else going to be watching it. You're like, hey, what's big on Valentine's Day? A horror movie. Like, really? Yeah. Kids love to be scared. Go put a horror movie out on Halloween. I mean, on you know, putting a horror movie out on Halloween seems very on the nose. Five other companies are going to do that. But if you put a horror movie out in February... Mm, you got something because couples are going to snuggle on the you know in the theaters, blah blah blah. Like, All right, there's I'm sure there's somebody out going uh, thinking it. You know. Well, I'm saying some action movies have landed in, right. in Valentine's Day and, and uh, that kind of stuff, and you, you just you know you take chances. I mean, like Deadpool. Deadpool I think, was a was a Valentine's Day movie. Now yeah. That, yeah, you're right. And it was it was it was weird. And I I'm, all, I'm like I, I was always wondering, and I'm like, nah, it would have been would have been successful, say in a, in a June. Release. I think that movie would have been successful no matter where but, it was put. But I mean, like, like how successful would have would have been a powerhouse, like it was, right? You know, in June, like it would have made money. It would have probably made its money back because it was only fifteen million to make, right? You know, it would have made its money back. But how popular it would have been? Yeah, you know. And I'm like, I think it would have been popular, but I think it would have been more like in DVD and. Like right. after sales, like kind of thing, more than the, the aftermarket. Because like once you hit the June frame, and it's like week after week, new movies are coming out. And you might might have got buried right very quickly. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, let's see. We also got here. Ed, are you a fan of Cowboy Bebop? Yes, I am. Do you know that they're making a live action Cowboy Bebop? Yes, I do. Because we talked about it a couple months ago. Well, I think. do you know the production was halted for seven to nine seven to nine months now? Because uh, somebody got injured. John Cho. John Cho. Yes. Yes. It, it was. Uh, here it is from Variety. This uh, John Cho injured on set of, Cow- of Netflix's Cowboy Bebop production halted for seven to nine months. I'm like, no. Uh, while uh, the nature of the incident that led to the injury is not altogether clear, it occurred during a rehearsal sequence that was not considered to be a large-scale stunt. So he might have tripped on a fucking thing and might have hurt himself. Right. Um, so, it was not, so Chow is back in Los Angeles where he will undergo surgery according to a personal person familiar with the matter. Um, let's see. Chow, proved, Chow posted a Bruce Lee quote on his Instagram page Friday afternoon. Water can flow or it can crash. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all the well wishes, everyone. I'm going to be back and flowing in no time. So, um, looking at... Oh, I hate when the thing freezes up. Oy, right. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that series. I... Saw the series once. I have it on on, on DV Blu-ray, and uh, I've been watching it here and there. And I really enjoy that show uh, as an animated series. If if you can catch it, I mean, because it was it's one of those series when it was on as an anime, right? It was hard missed because it was it's very violent and it's very like film noir like style like uh, of a show. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it it the people who made it didn't think it would air anywhere because uh when it was aired in japan it was only aired once and a lot of the a lot of the uh, um, uh advertisers didn't want to advertise there because they thought it was too violent and nobody would think but if there was a following like right away 
And then they right. released it here in America, uh, like in like one of those tsunami like adults right, type yeah. of things. And I think it was like on Sci-Fi or something like that. It was the, yeah, Sci-Fi had the animation uh, uh, weekend. It was Saturday nights, I think it was. Right. The uh, uh, Cartoon Network does that now. Right. Sci-Fi, yeah. But they, I think it was Sci-Fi used to do it. And they a lot of people they didn't finish it. And a lot of people wanted it. They were things, so they were trying to find bootleg copies of it at the time. Right. And then they did release it on DVD. Like it's actually now, I think on Hulu. It is. You know, I think I started watching an episode, and I was watching one. I was like, "All right, everyone loves this. I'm not feeling why, but it it takes a while. I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's, it's a build. It yeah. really is. I mean, like, like I I'm." I got really into Japanese anime. Like I realized when I was a kid, like I was watching Speed Racer. You don't right. realize it's an anime because right. you know to watch that and the, the Battle of the Planets. But then when you were showing me stuff when we first met, like Ghost of the Shell, uh, uh, yeah. Akira, right? Like a lot of Princess Moki. We were watching right. these movies, and it was just like it really blew my mind. It really wanted to expand on different like I expand your horizons. <laughs> I was a big Vampire Hunter D fan. Right. That yeah. was another one I watched. I liked that one. There was a Record of Lotus War. I liked that series. If you like that, if you like D&D, that yeah. is a really good uh, series to watch uh, to get. That's on a, uh, like a, uh, I forget what the app, I think it's called High Dive or something like that. I, I forget what the, the app is, but it's free. You can watch it. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything if you want to do streaming. Um, but there's a lot of stuff out there, but like, uh, uh, Going back to uh, um, Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop, it's kind of like Firefly in a way. Like if you're oh, a Firefly, because like, right. it's the same like thing. They're on a ship. It's called the Cowboy Bebop. That's hence the name. And it's but it's a group of these like they're bounty hunters. Yeah, bounty hunters. They counting, you know, collecting a bounty, and you know, and they're okay. You know, morals are are kind of a thing. But this overall series is really good because it's also like a lot of things that they're running from. They come together. Yeah, apparently it was a twenty six. Episode um, show, yeah, and they're trying to they're going to try to for the Netflix they're going to try to put it down to ten hours. Oh jeez! You know? I mean, if you think about twenty six half hour shows, I mean, all right, maybe they can do it. Yeah, you know, maybe. thirteen hours, and yeah, you know, and then you're doing, you know, some editing out, some sure. important stuff that was in there. So yeah, I guess you could do that. Yeah, you anything else you like that? No, that's it. I, I said I can't wait to see it. I, I'm excited. Okay, we're gonna re- we're gonna round Ed. You're gonna get to pick the final story. Okay. Okay. Would you like Crispin Glover explains why he'll never attend a Back to the Future reunion? Would you like to discuss AMC Entertainment introducing on-demand movie service, or would you like to talk about the Vatican announces a wearable e-rosary smart device and app for guided prayer? Okay, I don't want to do the last one. I can kind of see where that's going a little bit, and I'm like. I don't think that would be good for the show. Uh, the other one was Crispin I Glover. I found it fascinating. The actual. I, I, no, it's going to be fascinating, but I, I, the humor of it's not going to. There, I don't think I even find couldn't find really anything funny about it. I just other than the fact that you're wearing a, a, an e device that looks like a rosary bead. Yeah, I was like, all right. So we got Crispin Glover. Why you won't uh, do back to back to the future? Why he will never attend a Back to the Future reunion or AMC Entertainment introducing a new on-demand movie service. Ooh. Do- Oh, let's do the AMC. I, I wanna, I wanna know Crispin Glover's thing. But we can, we can save that for next, next week. week. Yeah, I want right? definitely save that because I've been kind of busy. You've been posting way more stuff on on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. Go like us if you haven't already. And I'm like, 
Do I should I bring that to the show? Does that? I think you should. Okay. I mean, if 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 it's on the if if I I posted, it's just I am just generating interest in us. That's why I. Oh, okay. All right. So maybe I'll find something that interest generates interest in us, and I will put it in put in the news show. Yeah. All right. So AM. This was um, earlier this month, October. AMC Entertainment introducing on-demand movie service. All right. Adam Aaron, AMC's president and chief executive, said that the AMC theaters on demand will offer about 2,000 films for sale or rent after their theatrical runs, much like Amazon or iTunes. Disney, uh, Disney, Warner Brothers, Universal, Sony, and Paramount have made deals with AMC for catalog and new release movies to be available through the new service with pricing between $3 to $5.99 to rent and $9.99 to $19.99 to buy. The development is taking place as the movie-going industry faces significant challenges from the uh, the explosion of content available through streaming. The North American box office is down 5% this year to $8.85 billion as of October 13th. AMC has been aggressively has been aggressive at finding methods of engaging customers. It's Stubbs a-list uh, program, which allows customers to see three movies a week for 20 bucks a month, recently hit 900,000 subscribers, far ahead of the original projection in 2018 when the chain launched the program as a means to combat the success of MoviePass. According to AMC, the program is now the number one movie-going subscription service in North America. Of course, it's by AMC, the people who made it. Yeah, no, it's number one. We made it. What about it? No, no, we're number one. That's all we see. (laughs) (laughs) AMC, which has 659 locations in the U.S. Fuck, I would think that's like three-block radius for us. Yeah. Um, Hiked prices earlier this year in California, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and New York from $19.95 to $23.95 a month. That's their uh, subscription. All right. Yeah. The chain also has been touting improvements such as uh, advanced Dolby sound and projection system. Extra wide screens, recliner seats, offering alcoholic beverages, which I always thought that was a stupid thing, yeah. and expanding its food services. Uh, this is a quote from Aaron. Uh, in the addition of AMC Theaters On Demand, which extends our movie offer- offerings for AMC Stub members into their homes, make perfect sense for AMC Theaters, for our studio partners, and for our millions of movie-loving guests, he said. With more than 20 million AMC Stub, ho- stub households, and with our website and smartphone app already being visited hundreds of millions of times a day annually by movie fans, AMC Theater is in a unique position to promote specific movies with greater personalization than it has been ever possible before. That's where the trouble lies. Because it's going to be, but they're in a unique position to promote specific movies. Translation, the one who gives us the most money. Right. Uh through the launch of AMC Theaters On Demand, we can reach movie lovers directly and make it easier for them to access films digitally. Uh, Kansas-based AMC is partly owned by well, China's Dalian Wanda Group. It became the largest chain after buying Carmike in the United States, uh, Odeon in Britain, and Nordic theater groups in Northern Europe. Uh, Canada's Cineplex already offers an on-demand service, and art house distribution specialist Kino Lorber recently launched a video-on-demand platform, Kino Now, with more than 600 new releases, 
classics and international films with exclusive early news to new theatrical releases, festival hits, and exclusive titles not available on other streaming platforms or net yet available on home video. Um, the AMC News was first reported by the New York Times. Someone had to predict, hey, just in case if, if we're wrong, it's their fault. <laughs> <laughs> we're just reporting on what we saw. This is for out of variety. So, Ed, I, I, I'm kind of... Okay, so Disney, Warner Brothers, Universal, Sony, and Paramount have made deals with AMC for catalog and new release movies. I don't think Disney's doing that. I think Disney may give a little... Uh, Ed's giving me the hand as you know. He's like, hey, I'm the smart one here. You, I'm going to tell you I know you something. To, I, I, uh, I, I, Ed knows something. I, I, I've, I've been hearing this theory now for a couple of weeks, and... I, Ooh, it's, I, mean, I think it's. I, I think it's. This is topical. Yes. Oh, look at me being on on the point. Uh, well, first off, with with the AMC, this is this is going to hurt AMC in the long run, and I'll tell you why. Because you can go there's 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 now like twenty or thirty, not well maybe it's, there's at least three or four off the top of my head that I can tell you has the same thing, and Fandango's been doing it already now. Oh, really? For the last like few years. So like ever since the Monroku. That's one of them. Like they have, they have a, a service uh, that you can rent it. Okay. There's a Redbox app now that you can really? rent. So you don't even have to go. You don't really? have to go to those Redboxes anymore. You could just do the Redbox right at your right on Red, your Red, Roku? Well, right on your Ruko or your or or your. Uh, I'm right now, as you're talking, I'm going. I'm looking for Redbox right now. Yeah, there's a Redbox app. There is a uh, what's called Row Eight or, or something like that. That's it's another app. Same thing. They all do the same exact thing that they're 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 doing. So AMC is not doing anything special right now right. compared to whatever thing. Now, like you said, the only the only one you didn't see on that list was Disney. I did see Disney on that list. Disney was on yeah. The- Disney was Disney Warner Brothers. That's why I said that's why I was going to go see. Like I can't see Disney going with their new releases because I feel like see see what ones up happening is is that. I think it's I think it's going to winds up going to be happening is is that people that don't want to buy the Disney app that's the reason why buy into the Disney app that's why they're doing this. But Disney Disney really doesn't want to go to the theater anymore. They I, they think that the reason why they're doing the Disney Plus app is if if they can make major success on a monthly thing like this on their own without having an AMC as the middleman. They're going to do it, so that's why the Disney Plus is going to be pushing. So you like you're seeing like you're going to see a couple movies now on the launch day, like Noel, which is the Christmas movie with uh, Anna Kendrick, and the Lady in the Tramp movie, right? That was supposed right, to right. They were right. talking about doing that in the theater, and then they said, you know what, we'll put in we'll put on the Disney Plus app for for Disney subscribers. So okay, in, the, in that sense, they they're going to see the success of that. That like the the, the next. Three years is going to be the the, the the streaming wars is happening. It's going to happen. Uh-huh. Like, like like that's right. Apple yes. Apple's hitting now. I think back I, in my day we had a thing called the streaming wars. <laughs> and it's it's it, man. That's what there's going to be a lot of testing, a lot of different things in the next three years of what's going to happen and what's what's going to change the landscape forever. Why you're um, talking yet? I've downloaded the Redbox app. There you go. See? <laughs> So there's there is there like I said there's a lot like what AMC is doing is not new right it's at a all. smarter way to watch and play they're 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 so way behind on this it's like you you should have done this like five years ago like if you know like when everybody saw this coming when Netflix was sitting there as king and everybody goes fuck Netflix I ain't paying them right you know you know you know and to 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 get in on it and uh, Redbox or, even has video games. 
Yeah. Just, I'm just, just letting you know. There's, I don't, oh. see, <laughs> Coming to On Demand, Top 20, SAF Picks, Back in the Box. I mean, own it for three, own it for four bucks. Ed, ready? Ready? Bumblebee. Yeah. Aquaman. All right. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. See, like, like you, you could go on Voodoo and do that. That's another app. Like, like I just I forgot about Voodoo. Right. There's another one. But like you, because you, you, if you have digital code, you can put everything on Voodoo and then still have free stuff. Like those runs through commercials. Right. But then you can you can buy or rent stuff through Voodoo as well. So like you don't even need Redbox. Like right. Okay. Well, but see. like like what you what I do though is like with my Roku is is that I type in a movie. Yeah. And see what the rental prices are because it gives you every app even if you don't have the app and it tells you how much the rental price for each one is. Okay. Well. So you can go. Oh well. You know what? I, I'll, I'll go to this app. It's two dollars. Or I'll go to this app because it's only three dollars. It's the cheapest one. Okay. Well, here here's I got questions. Okay. Uh, rent Blu-ray. Rent DVD. Buy on demand, okay. Mm. Uh, buy on demand is fifteen bucks for a movie called Night School with mm. Kevin Hart. I wanted to see it in the theaters, never got around to it. Yeah. And the first, I chuckled because I'm looking at reviews and ratings. Someone gave it a three star, and this is a review. Funny enough, <laughs> uh, I was like, all right. Um, I, but I'm curious, like, if I buy it digitally, do I have to? Is, is it a movie anywhere? You know, well, if you can link it up to like the Voodoo or the Movies right. Anywhere app, then yes, that, that will do. A lot of times what you have to do is you have to purchase it through Movies Anywhere to have it connect to all the other services. Right, right. like I have some movies on Voodoo only that don't transfer over to Movies Anywhere. Right. I don't – like I have another service. I have Apple. They have the, the, that service. That doesn't connect to – because I have some movies on Apple that didn't – Like they, here's Mortal Engines. I kind of want to put that – it's the, the Peter Jackson movie yeah. with this movie. It's owned for three ninety nine. dollars I doubt it's going to be three ninety nine, but buy on demand for fourteen ninety nine. All right, so 15 bucks for that movie digitally. Yeah. All right. Where's these three ninety nine movies? I've got some kind of curious. Like own it for – browse all. It's going to be something like something stupid. Here's it's going to be it's going to be crappy movies. I'm telling you now. If you're, Bohemian Rhapsody is twenty bucks to buy digitally. Right. Like I all mean, the all the first run stuff that you're going to in the last year is going to be still up there in price. Like you're going to find stuff like probably like in the nineties or the early two yeah, thousand. Like the Meg, the Meg is on demand for seventeen bucks. I'm like really? Yeah. Like that seems a little. Wow. So own it for three ninety nine. Okay, but all the movies that have they have listed. Generally, like though, sometimes it's an introductory, so you might get one for three ninety nine, and the rest of them gotcha. will be that high up, you know, price after that, you know. So that's the thing you got to be you got to be careful. That's what I'm like, like kind of like I don't rent them too much because like a lot of times right. if you wait long enough, they'll they'll come out for free or they'll you know off right. the run with ad, and you go all right, you know. Or if I really want to see it, I'll, I'll rent it. But like I'll find, like I said, I'll do the Roku and I'll say like this app that I've never heard of has it for two bucks. I'm like, right. oh, I rent it on there for two bucks. You know what's what's the big deal? And that's you know. Yeah. So I mean, but they say though for go back to the AMC thing. Like I said, they're late to the party on this one. Right. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, they're all going to make deals. They're all going to no no another another picture company goes another one. Now you know what we have too much. Like you know, right? Because it's it's yeah, I agree. You're right. Because they have a digital library. Here's the code. To, like it's yeah. probably like a website that you have to go to to get these films, and it goes transfers through, and that's it. Like you yeah, know. I mean, it t- trust me, as a person who works in a, in a video game industry, getting a digital code is like. <laughs> Here's three codes. <laughs> like you know, oh thanks. Sure, it's a it's a random generated number. They can give it out any time and go. Okay, well this is linked to that, and then you just download the game. Yeah, you know it's like all right. So I get to see that with movies. I guess sooner or later it's it's going to come out to just have. I always feel like sooner with all the amount of 
material that you can ingest in. Like, okay, I you bought Disney Plus for a year. We got Disney Plus for a year. Mm-hmm. It's seventy bucks. Okay, you got that's right. You got it for three years. That's right. You you went with the the suckers package. <laughs> you went with the buy two years get one year free, which was smart. I was told my dad bought the for the year, and I was I wish I could have been like dad. We could have gotten a fucking year for free. Like you could have bought a year, I could have bought a year. We could have got a third year for free. But no, you had to go and rush out and go. I did it already because I'm I was I was I was really holding out for the bundle package because they I have Hulu already. right. I have Hulu as well. So I'm thinking, well, I went the Hulu and the, the Disney bundle, right the Disney Plus together, and then you got ESPN basically. Uh, plus for free oh. and I'm like yeah okay it's sports but there's a 30 for 30 documentaries yeah. a lot of them I watch I enjoyed you know like sure. the Super Bowl one that we watched right. like years ago I, I enjoyed that one the OJ Simpson one that they had was really good yeah and I'm like you know I'm like oh, I'm kind of curious like this because I like documentaries I thought you know it'd be interesting to have but there was no word on whether they're going to discount that bundle so probably not so yeah, I, said, I, don't yeah. Know. So I just I bought in I, I just feel like between uh, you go okay I'm gonna cancel cable and you're like, okay, well, that'll save me like 200 bucks a month. Awesome. But then I got the Disney app. If I was, okay, with well, the Hulu app, we're paying like six bucks for, I think, mm-hmm. a month. Netflix, we're paying 15 for, I think, or maybe 11. Even still, let's say 11. You know, mm-hmm. let's go 15. That's 12. 12, okay, it's 12 bucks. So you're probably got the same I do. Okay, so you got 12 bucks, you got six bucks. So right there, there's $18 for, for street, two streaming services. Right. But then if you want, like, you know, if you want, um, Give me another good like the CBS app. The can be another ten dollars. The Warner Brothers app, whichever fuck's going to happen with that one. Where are you watching your Titans too? Uh, you know, <laughs> um, you know, you got the i the ITV thing. Which okay, like there's all these streaming services. That by the time you get done with that bill, you might be paying three hundred dollars a month on these services. Oh yeah, but because it's all spread out over the like, okay, well I got my I. You have to time it out. Well, I got my $10 coming out of my Hulu on the first of the month. I got my Netflix coming out in the second week of the month. I got my Disney by the third week of the month. And I'm wrapping it all up with Hulu at the, you know, back yeah, again. Yeah. It's like, you're like, all right, so you got this never-ending siphon of money that's coming out of your bank account because you're automatically paying these things. It Sooner or later, you're going to be like, wow, I had money for rent, and what happened? Oh, I went to my streaming services. Like <laughs> It's like... Uh-huh. But that's, that's I'm homeless, but I got a great phone plan. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's the thing, like, like the that, and that's what a lot of a lot of the YouTubers that talk about, like, because I don't know those YouTubers. I, I I watch a lot of these blogger bloggers because they they do talk about things, and a lot of the news press people think that yeah, it's not worth it because by the time you, you're paying more than you are cable. But that's the thing, like with the cord cutters, is is that. We're we're not we're not buying everything. <laughs> with the cord cutters, they have a name, folks. That's it's true. There, there's the cord cutters. There's some there's some cord I'll cutting. Cut a cord like a motherfucker. <laughs> there's there's vloggers out there. That's what they're calling them, and that's why we call them that's cord what they're cutting. Calling themselves right. Let's get that right down. <laughs> Everyone else is calling them cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you this is that I'm I am saving a lot of money like right. over the year, and I'm getting as much content as I did before, and yeah. more. Right, and it's stuff that you know you're going to watch. You're like, I can tell you right now if I go home, I don't even know what channel the Cartoon Network is on. <laughs> I don't. I have to kind of do the old classic. I have to do it the old man way. Call the guy. 83. Huh? It's 83. It, um, is it on Comcast? Yeah. I don't, all right. If you say so, I have Xfinity. 
83. All right, I'll try it when I get home. That's like, that's, I, that's that's now that's, that's just the standard. standard. Uh, but I have my box to to switch over to the HD, HD ones. Right. So I, if I just type in it, but still, I still have to kind of go a guide, scroll, scroll. So that's scroll, the thing. Scroll, so scroll. that's the thing. Like what I'll do is I'll hit like like I know the I know the old station. So what I'll do is like hit 83, and then right away it says there's an on demand. You just click OK at the because it like highlights, and you just hit click right. OK in the remote, and then it goes to the HD. I have no idea what the HD channel is. <laughs> so I know that because like like my my brother still has cable. And I right. like over there, and I'm like, I'll know channels from the old one, and I'll just switch it over to HD because, like, I like I know ABC's 806 for HD here in Philadelphia, right? right. But like, I'll do six real quick, then hit the because it's faster to put an 806 to do that. Just hit six, right? Let it come up, and then hit the HD because I'm button. pushing two buttons instead of three, <laughs> four actually. 806 enter, yeah, six enter. <laughs> I cut my reaction time down in half. That's right. <laughs> and then I'm watching a commercial. Before my show comes on, because I went too fast. So yeah, it's the top of the hour. (laughs) So that's like you know, but going back this whole thing, like like they said, like the next few years, it's gonna the landscape of of what like people are jumping ship more and more every day. It's the wild wild west, and and like like and that's the thing, like people are seeing like how much you're saving, and I'm converting a lot of people after a lot of discussions and stuff. I've had like two or three people work change over, and they go, "It's great," you know. Like I said, this this past month. I've been I've been cable free for three years, and I can tell you this: I have I haven't missed it yet. <laughs> and like I don't even really watch TV anymore because I'm watching so much other content right. that like you know like from YouTube or or movies themselves or right. uh, streaming it's a series on on like Netflix or Hulu, and then like like I have Pluto which has like a streaming. 24 hour channel of something like James Bond like you can watch James Bond 24-7 on those those things so you could constantly watch movies Uh, or uh, uh, The Addams Family can stream 24 no you know you can do it on YouTube now because I just saw an article where I think it's CBS who owns The Addams Family they're actually putting the episodes on YouTube so you can watch them for free yeah I'm like there's a there's an there's a there's an, there's Adam, an app for that there's an app for that there's an Adam's, Adam's Family app that you can download have every episode and watch it in your own time like whatever you want it's like crazy. on demand and that's the thing like it's free it's not like costing anything like, right. there's free content out there and like cable you can't get that free stuff because cable gives it to you right and I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not bashing <laughs> right. cable Listen, there's a Hello, Mister uh, Ed. Can you can you uh, come out to this? <laughs> if you want convenient and easy Comcast or, or cable and, and and Verizon FiOS is the right. way to go because they get, we got all it right here. All you gotta do is give us one fee and we'll take care of the rest. Ex- exactly. You don't have to switch apps. You don't have to do anything. So you so you don't have to worry about like where am I streaming this? How am I figuring right. this out? Like kind of thing. I'm not I have to look it up online and where where this app. is. I don't want to do any legwork whatsoever. Right. Or I pay someone to do it for me. That, then that's great, you know, for you. Right. The thing that was really killing me was is that if you and, and I, I and I, I challenge people to do this. Oh, when, geeks are challenged. Right. Look at your bill next time you get your Comcast or Verizon bill. Uh-huh. Look at your TV section of all these fees that you're paying. Right. Call them up and ask them what they are. Right. Oh. They can't tell you what oh, they are. Oh, they can't. It's a secret. Not a secret. They have no idea what right. it is. Those customer service people have no clue. And take that dollar amount and realize that if you cut the cord, you're automatically saving that much money right off the bat. Because when I first cut the cord, you know, I got rid of TV. Comcast didn't even blink. They didn't even beg. They're like, right. yeah, yeah, you'll be back, fucker. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't see nothing. 
And I asked because I was like, at the time, I, I stuck with just the internet because right. you need internet. They still need internet through this whole thing. Right. And I said to him, I said, well, how much is the is the taxes for internet? And they go, it's just sales tax. So it's in, in, right. in Philadelphia, it's 8%. Eight, right. we, char- we pay for a sales tax. So I said, so basically I'm paying 8% on whatever I'm paying a month for a thing. So there's no fees. There's right. no federal FDIC fee, right. blah, blah, blah fee, this fee. There's no FFA, IFDIC, right. FUCK. Like fee- no, no, that's all for television. That's television right. only, those those fees. Those people need to get paid. So I was like, oh, really? And then, of course, I was nervous after that because I went home <laughs> and I have Sling. <laughs> and I'm like, what kind of bill am I going to get with Sling? I'm walking down, start dimming all the lights, going, God, they're on to me. <laughs> I think I broke, I think I found this something. That's the same thing. Like, 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 I felt like I found a loophole in this whole thing. Like, I think I found something. And and so I, I this my, proves that Kennedy wasn't assassinated alone. <laughs> so I signed up for Sling, and I'm like, you know, I have Sling, and I'm like, well, what's the fees going to be? And it's just sales tax, right? Like, like they're not charging me that FDIC right. blah 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 fee, this fee, the federal, you know, right. TV fee, and I'm like, wait a minute, if they're not charging me this, then why the fuck's Cam Comcast charging me this shit? Like that's the thing. Exactly. You don't want that call, Ed. Hush your mouth. You like that internet, don't you? That's the thing. I don't. I have have no Comcast affiliation at all in my house anymore. (laughs) They're always listening. We have we have the eye of Comcast in Center City, Philadelphia. That's the home place. They know. I know. They know it. They know everything. Every once in a while, the eye of Comcast just looks at you and goes, doom, <laughs> buy cable. And you're like, nope. And it moves on. <laughs> it's like a shark always looking, always watchful, always knowing. And nothing they can do about it. Because as I was saying, it's, it's... You stand there defiant. Nothing you can do, motherfuckers. Because like, the, the other month, a few months ago, we were talking about Battle of the Planets. And you're like, where right. can I find this? You know, right. that type of thing. I looked it up and I found the app. And it costs five bucks a month to, to get. Okay. But it's just like, I could watch Battle of Planets for a month or two. Right. You can go, oh, I'll pay five bucks it. for that and go, like, okay, I'm and, done. And right. then cancel it. And then be like, hey. and that's the thing about Stream Wars is the fact is, is that everybody thinks that they're, you're stuck with all these things. I can cancel Netflix tomorrow, not even right. Vlad and I, and go, yeah, I don't have Netflix anymore. Right. I didn't, I didn't want it. You know, or right. I cancel Hulu. Yeah, I didn't want it. I, I can cancel Slay. watch Dolomite, as my name is now on. Yeah, you know, like, and then right. or, you know, or and then like next month, it's like oh, like like the next season of, of Stranger Things is coming out. Right, I can re-sign up now. Right, guess what? There's no extra fee to sign on fee. Right. It's just whatever it's, the monthly fee is, and that's it. You know, and that's there's no there's no charge like installation right. fee and da 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 fees. Yeah, and you're it's like already there, just boop. Okay, you're on. Thanks, man. You know, I'm not paying a monthly fee for a cable box. You're right. You know, I paid one time for the stick. And that's it. The the Hulu steak or Roku steak, and that's it. You know? Nice. So you, I mean, you know, I'm trying to convert more people, obviously. <laughs> but and, uh, shit. But hands handing out Kool Aid. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, there is downsides. I'm not saying that it's a perfect system. You know, like that's the thing. Like, there is certain things that I can't see. Like, I can't watch, like CBS All Access. I can't watch right. Star Trek. You know, because. 
I don't want to get. I don't want to pay that because it's too high. I, I think if it was right. two, four or five dollars. I probably would sign up for right, it. Right, but now you can go. Okay, I can wait it out. Everything comes out in Blu-ray. So yeah. like the first season of Star Trek Discoveries out, out on in Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like now that's like, all right, and that's why I keep buying media. Like like every week I keep buying movies because it's like one day like it's going to be gone and right. you're like like it's going to be up to these streaming services for me to get it and then right. like all of a sudden like now I won't see that movie anymore right. until it's, the it's, next like one month that they put it out you know right I see the same problem happening with you know people who buy digital content for video games it's like okay like they, they think that digital's gonna ruin the hard copy and I'm like it's never gonna ruin it you know it might hurt a little bit but ultimately you'll find a way to round it because I there's people who still want that tangibleness. They yeah. still want that yeah. thing, hold it in their hands and go like, look, I have this. Ooh, isn't that great? It's my collection. Uh, you know, your digital library could look great and all, but there's something about like, okay, well, what if the server goes down? What if you accidentally erase something? Like, you know, there's always technically when you buy a game digitally, you never really own it. It's a lease hmm. because they're the ones who supply the, the access to it. So the moment they decide to say, you know what, we don't want you to have access to that anymore, they cut you, and you're like, what the fuck? I'm paying you X amount of money for this. Nope, we're done. Uh, it, it's got a story. See, like right away, like 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 when you say stuff, it always makes you think of things. I'm not gonna say the name of who it was. I'll, I'll tell you later on the. Uh, the <laughs> tell show. me, tell me off the show. But somebody did tell me that, like, when you, if you buy like Comcast, like you can buy movies from there and have it yeah. as your digital library yeah. on Comcast. There's only a 20 year. Like lease, basically. Of that. Fuck that. Exactly. Then you're paying the same price as right. if you bought it, like at Voodoo right. or, or yeah. Or like you know, if you bought it for Don. Now I don't know if Voodoo has a, a life. No, there doesn't. It's okay. as long as as long as it, they stay in business. That's the that's the the thing. Gotcha. But here's the thing, Voodoo is is coincides with Walmart. Right. So you have to put right, Walmart yeah. out of business for right. Voodoo to go out of business. Okay, fair you know? enough. You yeah. Know? And how are you going to do that? Right. Like, they're the cheapest store around in a, in a lot of yeah. ways, you know, for a lot of stuff. And people, you know, flock to those stores. Yeah, so, they do. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Ed. I found it very illuminating. Would you like there anything else you'd like to add to the show? No, that's it this week. I can't All wait right. for next week's show. I can't wait to hear that uh, reunion thing about with Christian Glover. That's going to be interesting. Oh, yes. I will make sure I hold that to be the... Why he refuses to do Back to the Future reunions. And guess what? It's, it is, whoo, he is, you know, dirt. As they call, as they call the kids call it, tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. You've been listening to Geeksters here at Ed's place. <laughs> <laughs> two bib production. Two, two bib production studios. Two bibs, two boobs in a basement. Get it? <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. Anyway, thanks for listening. Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show or something you'd like us to talk about. You can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior! That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! My DM says you're a dweeb.